And hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Realness with three S's. I'm your host here, Chantel Francis. Up top with me today, we have Michelle. How are you doing today, Michelle? I'm great, I'm great. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And we have a sub today. Our sub in for Miss Fantas to say is Jonathan. How are you doing, Jonathan? Hello. I'm good, thanks. I'm glad to be here. This is caught up on it. You talk about the challenge. I know, and I've watched it right from the beginning. So every, even like real world and road rules and everywhere where they grab all the challenge people from now, I've watched all those shows, so. Yes, even Shipwrecked? I've watched some of Shipwrecked. I've watched a lot of the UK stuff where when they started grabbing people from there, I went back and started watching some of that, so. So you, we are, you're in the right company right now because we are all historians and we love the show. So yes, we're super happy to have you. Definitely to have a male perspective because it's usually the three of us ladies kind of going at it. All have our own opinions, but we never really hear um, a men's kind of perspective of this show. So it will be very lovely to have. Fine. <laughs> yes, we will. I know we will. If this is your first time on Reality Realness. Well, then welcome. Thank you for being here. Join us in the comments and just make sure that you subscribe down over there. We're looking to get to 1,000 subscribers, hopefully, before the year ends. That would be the best Christmas present ever. So let's get right into it. We're doing episode three. We're starting to really go through. I'm like, you know, what were your thoughts, Michelle? For me, I would say that I was saddened by this episode. Michelle, what about you? How'd you feel? Yeah, I mean, I, of course I have to, I was definitely saddened. Um, there were some good moments, some hilarious moments. I felt some great fight moments uh, <laughs> that I laughed a lot at. So in that way, like I did enjoy certain elements of it, which we'll get to. As a whole, am I disappointed? Yes. Did I expect it? Yes. <laughs> and Jonathan, what was your overall thoughts of this episode? Um, I, yeah, I, there was a lot that happened. Like people that we'll talk about, you know, people got injured and, you know, there was a lot of gaming happening and some fights, but still, I mean, seven out of 10 for some reason, there was just something lacking in entertainment value for me that just wasn't fully there, you know? But I mean, still a decent episode for sure. Decent episode, I agreed about a seven, but the last two episodes were tens in my book. So I guess maybe that's also why I was kind of like, love it. Obviously, always will enjoy watching the challenge, but this one was just like a little bit underwhelming and it could just be because of the outcome. Um, it's kind of like, hmm. And we have in the house, we have Carolyn. Oh, why is my chat's not working? Okay, we'll just avoid that right now. Chat's not working, guys. If I don't pull your question up is because it's not letting me. So it's called Enemy of the State. Um, is that because Wes is Enemy of the State or is it Devin? Like who is the Enemy of the State, do you guys think? I think uh, Devin is the Enemy of the State, but it could also be taken with like just Wes or Devin. But I think Devin, because Devin's the one who is actively being like, uh, doesn't matter for me anymore. I'm just gonna like poke the bear as much as possible because like I don't have these people are don't have my back, so I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna like get a rise out of these people. So that he's kind of being an enemy of the state. If the state is like the Big Brother Alliance, because those are the people who kind of have the control right now. Mm -hmm. 
the beginning of the episode, we have everybody come back into the house. They're like, congratulations, K-Dog. Uh, I didn't know this was his name. Have you heard of him be called K-Dog before by Wes? No. <laughs> I thought it was a troll moment. So Kyle feels blindsided by Fessy. Um, he's Kyle saying that he's friends with them all. Um, he kind of gathers um, CT, Wes, Nom, Leo. We're kind of the only people that I actually saw. Um, and CT's kind of talking, like trolling it a little bit, being like talking about what's his name? I keep on forgetting his name from last episode. Joseph. Joseph. I literally Jacob again. I couldn't remember his name all last episode. And I was fully calling him Jacob, and I still can't remember it. Saying that he's a kid that showed up with no pants, eating mustard. I thought that was a funny moment, CT. But Kyle was talking about how he was really upset by Fessy and that Fessy was his friend. Did you guys know that Fessy and Kyle were like this close? Like, Jonathan, what do you, I, I don't even see No, it. I mean, I didn't, it was new information to me. So um, I was like, okay, that's, that's interesting. But I mean, Kyle really only became reactive once Fessy, you know, really kind of put it in his face kind of out against him. Um, and I, I know we'll talk about it, but I, I, I didn't fully understand that moment. Like I was like, is that a bad gameplay for Fessy? Because he, what did he gain from that? Did he gain anything? I think it was more hurtful than it was gainful for him. Agreed. Uh, so I'm like, did he just say it or was that planned and he just didn't think it through? I don't know. It was interesting. So right before we get to that particular conversation, we have, I thought one of the cuter moments of the episode, one where I was smiling a lot, was um, Big T and CT outside having a little bit of a conversation. And apparently they have a new nickname. It's called Big CT, cute. And they're kind of talking about how Big T is a little more friendly. And so she wants to be the friendly, you know, people oriented coach and that CT was going to help her with fitness and exercise and stuff like that. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it felt like there was a bit of a love connection. Like the muse love connection music was kind of playing. Um, did either of you, Michelle, maybe, did you notice? Uh, I mean, there was definitely like a, 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 a mood. I don't know. I didn't really see it that way. Like, I think she was kind of being charming and friendly and flirty the way she kind of is. Um, like maybe, but nothing fully. But I, I kind of had a moment where I was like, wait. And then I was like, nah, I don't think so. She's like half his age. Um, but I mean, I don't know. But I, yeah, it was a cute moment for sure. When he's like kind of giggling in the confessional, um, he gives her the nickname Hawk. And he, she gives him Fuzzy Bunny. And he's kind of like just giggling and and kind of blushing it seemed in his confessional Jonathan did you think that that maybe yeah. they're painting love story it crossed my mind but also like I don't keep up on their personal lives and last I heard he was married or with his son or daughter's mother so I remember seeing a little bit of that I'm like are they not together anymore I'm not sure is he single are they both singles what I'm asking yeah he uh they separated when he was on the challenge this season um, the rumor is they might be kind of back together or not, but he, in an interview, he did say he was like in a, like that there were struggles in his marriage or whatever, and that they were separated. So I'm pretty sure they aren't together. Right. Um, I mean, I felt it a little bit that they were at least planting seeds or like editing it that way. Um, but then it quickly dissipated as well. So, I mean, who knows? 
Yes, I think we've got some things working. Hello, Carolyn. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Sam. Sam is heartbroken. So are all of we. Hi, Adrienne. I told you I'd bring Jonathan here to hang out with us. So here is Jonathan. Russian Pizzagate. Am I miss? Am I forgetting something? Was there a big pizza scandal? Yeah, with, with Casey. Oh, with the egg gate. yes, yes, yes. And egg quesadilla gate. Um, Sam says, I love Wes so much. Uh, like, damn. Now I won't be able to witness his trolling anymore. I know. Like, that's one thing yes. I love about Wes is that there is still a lightheartedness in his strategy and in how he ropes people into his games and into his, you know, making targets and enemies and whatnot. So I just enjoy watching his gameplay, even if he's not always the nicest person. Like, it still has a bit of a, a lightheartedness to it, in my opinion. So... Yes, I will miss his trolling. Hi, Natalie. So I want Devin versus Josh in elimination, but Josh is scared. <laughs> Troll. Carolyn says, Wes could have won. He was torn and betrayed by Lee. You could have called him a snake, but when he calls you his friend, he has your back. Um, he always has had Lee's back, even with Bananas drama. It's true. We're definitely going to probably get more into that. Agreed. Um, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Bunny and Hawk. Let's go. Yes. Those are, they're my team right now. I thought so too, but I felt like it was just cute banter. Well, if everybody's thinking that there was a moment there, the, the computer, the computers, the producers are not going to put that in for no reason, right? Because they've seen how the whole season plays out. So I'm just wondering if they're they are painting a story that might have an outcome of them, you know, canoodling. Uh, Adrian says that Devin downgraded to Tori and Corey upgraded to Natalie. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. So this is the moment that you kind of started talking about. Um, uh, I was going to call you Oliveira, <laughs> Oliveira casting. Um, was when Bessie decides to tell everybody about the fact that when you are the doubled agent, you're able to see how everybody votes. And that is why he threw um, Kyle in. Um, I definitely personally felt that it was a bad move, the how. Um, if you wanted to maybe do that alone with Kyle and be like, hey, like, this is why I did that, whatever. And maybe Kyle can use that for himself or whatever and maybe build that bond. But to me, it just felt like everybody being like, oh, you've been lying to us this entire time for the last two weeks. And now you just decide to spill it because I guess maybe somebody else might win the double agent position. Hi, Rylan. I don't know. Michelle, you're shaking your head. It was so aggravating for so many reasons. <laughs> You're just going to tell everyone after lying to them for two weeks to justify why you threw someone in when multiple people lied to you on that vote, but he directly lied to your face. Okay, cool. He admits to lying. He says, yeah, I did lie. Like, what am I supposed to do? Tell you I'm voting against what you want. You wanted us to vote in West. Then he's denying he wanted West in, even though he was pushing so hard for that, tries to deny everything. And then, and then like, completely throws his closest people like Corey and Nelson under the bus and is like, you know, to save himself. So then their votes are like, they get screwed, even though like they were doing what he wanted. It was just so aggravating. And then the biggest thing of all is that Corey and Nelson aren't even there. So he's telling a group of people before he's telling those guys who did his dirty work. I, it was like, I don't even really care that much for Corey or Nelson, but I was like, dude, that is shady. Like, that's some big brother moves. That's not a challenge move. What do you think, Jonathan? 
Well, I just mean I'm like it's such a great opportunity, and that's why they put it in the game so that you can use that to gain something. And the fact that it just kind of went down like that, like you, you're obviously gonna have to. Other people are gonna find out, so you're gonna obviously have to tell them at some point sooner rather than later. Yeah, probably best. Um, if you're, you're not telling them right away, then use it to your advantage. Find something. I, it felt like it just kind of like, like that was their plan, but like it slipped out at the same time. And I'm like, I don't know that him and Anissa are great at like strategizing with that kind of material. And I love Anissa, but um, yeah. Also though, I like, did Fessy ask Anissa if he could just blurt it out that way? You know what I mean? Cause like if they've been, if they're a couple, a coupled up and they both have this information, they both said that they're not going to say anything. Like I would be furious if I was Anissa. I'm like, oh, so now you're making me look like a shitty human being, a liar. Cause you now are being like, I'm going to tell everybody the truth now. And like, I'm still lying about it basically over here. Like but I think that was- Because they didn't like show any of that. I, I assume that it was like discussed, like it was going to come out to expose uh, Kyle's uh, betrayal on that boat, but I mean, it just wasn't a smart move, and yeah. how it was done was not good. I think if he just said it and Anissa was completely against it, that would have been a, another blow up that they would have shown. But so. maybe it's going to come later on because she wasn't really in this episode that much because she did, wasn't. They didn't win, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out again further down the road, especially if Corey and Nelson are kind of upset about this. The one other scene grace for this moment is that they're called the Stupid Brigade. I was like, Dad, that's really a great nickname well, like, for that. It was being tossed around like it's like common knowledge. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> the Stupid Brigade? Did you Have you heard of them be called that, um, Team Young Who, Who's the Stupid Brigade? Oh, like Nelson, Corey. Fessy. Fessy. I mean, I like it better than Team Young Bucks. The Stupid Brigade it makes me laugh, at least. Um, so obviously, Wes is going to be pissed about this because does he? Did he really think that he had a really good friendship with um, Corey and Nelson? Like, I know they had that kind of moment outside where he wanted to be the janitor, and like, you know, it seemed like they were kind of getting it, having common ground here. But it didn't, to me, feel as though they were really buying what he was selling. I think it was more so in the past when Bananas was there. They had a common enemy until Wes and Bananas teamed up. So it was like at that time, Corey was not is has always been against Bananas. So it wasn't his best interest to work with Wes. And it, they did work together multiple times um, against Bananas, or at least trying to. And so they were on the same team. But the game has really changed. And I think Wes, as the episode went on, started to finally realize that like people just are all lying, like no one's really on his side besides Devin. Like no one re is really like, they don't need him right now. They don't think they do because they're like, oh, we have all these other like fessies and the big guns. I don't know. My question is though, who's gonna become the target next? Okay, whatever, Devin's gone soon. Um, when someone decides they wanna go take a skull from Devin, he'll be, he'll be out most likely unless he wins, but Who's going to be, I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously I'm rooting for him, but I'm like, he, he's on my team. <laughs> he, oh, yes. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Um, but I feel like he's going to go in often, especially maybe further down the road when there's not like easy outs. Um, he's considered someone to be easier to beat, as we hear Corey say at the end of the episode. So who's going to be public enemy number one now that they can't all rally votes together? I mean, Kyle has his skull, so yeah, you could still vote him in, but... Darrell? 
CT, the other winners. You think they're just going to go to the old school winner? I, I don't know. I don't think it's a smart move, but or maybe they'll turn in on each other. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. I have no idea. Honestly, this season is so like the the politics are just going in such a different direction. Yeah, definitely. I have a question, mm -hmm. and you might you might know this or might not be discussed yet. So, if someone gets their skull, they're still eligible to go back in, correct? Correct. Now there's only 10 skulls. If you take someone out who has a skull, does that skull, skull still become available to everyone else? Or is there only? I don't think that if someone that has a skull loses their skull, that it, it takes one away from the reserve that hasn't been bought for yet. So there's always 10? I believe so. I believe, I would think that there's still, there's always 10. And if you go against someone who has a skull and beat them, then you just take their skull. And then there's still whatever reserve skull. I mean, it, it makes sense, but I was just like, one of the things. specifically say, but. Yeah, no, I can understand them also being like, well, kind of like with, um, what's his name? How Jay, in the end, like, kind of had two skulls. I think that they're trying to avoid that. Oh boy, you guys are freezing on me. Am I freezing on you? No. no. Oh, well, okay, wait, perfect. But I wonder if you, if you already have a skull and you win, that, that poses the question too, do you get to like, I don't think you get a second skull. I think you just are defending your own skull. That's what I'm thinking. Because that was one of the holes we thought found last season. We're just like, well, there should be a determinate amount of skulls so that, like, you know, this doesn't happen and you're just stockpiling skulls. But I think that that's how they fixed it. Well, I mean, to answer your question from before, I think that I, I do think that the next people who win will help kind of dictate. I mean, they will, but they'll definitely you know, kind of move the herd as to who they're kind of going after. So I, I really do think it's uh, double agent dependent. 100%. So Fessy, uh, this was the first time I think I gave Fessy an eye roll, maybe second, second time, was when he's talking about like, this is a selfish game. And like, you know, I made these moves because I'm here to win the money. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. It's a selfish game. And he said something about like, you know, I don't know anybody that's won this game without having lied to somebody or whatnot. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine, Fessy, but it doesn't mean that it's the right move. He's such a dunce. Like, I don't know. I, I just, he just has such a, a skewed version of what reality is. Like in his mind, it's like, oh, these are epic moves and people are just bitter, which in some cases, absolutely. But they're not really good strategy moves for the long run. Like he's showing his cards. It's him and Casey play very similarly in my mind, kind of, although Casey's a lot quieter, but it's like this whole, like, I'm just collecting information from you and I'm not giving you information, but it's so obvious to me that they're doing that. Right. You know, I see right through it personally. I mean, maybe it'd be hard in person, but it seems like most people can tell, like even Leroy being like, I don't know if I can trust my partner. Like she doesn't really give me anything. And I think it's what team big brother is getting a bad rap for is the fact that like, they're playing more of a conniving lying game that yes, there's lying and being conniving in the challenge as well, but in the way that they're doing it, it seems sneaky and you're just like, I want to get it out. So I understand why they're probably, you know, a big target. And I was just getting to this, Adrian, Kyle calling Fessy, not even calling him out, calling him a pussy. <laughs> he called him a pussy, was giving him so much life. Me too, Michelle, it gave you life. It, it definitely gave me life. It was ridiculous. I mean, and I did really uh, understand when Cam was like, because at first when Cam was like, 
yo, like, stop, you know? I was like, why is she stepping in? And I was like, oh, she's his partner now because he stole her. That's hilarious. She's like, yo, now we got to be a team. And I think it was it was good that she did that because he was just going off. But it was so funny the way he was calling off Fessy. I was like, yes. And Fessy's just sitting there. Thank you, dad. Well, like, and then, you know, um, Kyle is like, fuck you guys, I'm with Wes now. I was like, I like the I like the fact that Kyle isn't actually afraid. Like, yes, he kind of plays in the background. He's a little bit snaky. He always has this, you know, remarks and stuff like that and drinking lots of beer, whatever. But like, I like the fact that he's not afraid of like the whole house coming for him because like he has his own opinion. So I mean, like Beth literally said, like, so you lied. And he's like, Yeah, okay, I lied. Like he was you know, he's very upfront with that. He's like, I made a move. This was lying. I was, I was kind of, you know, playing both sides and now I'm picking a side, but he is very forthcoming with that kind of stuff, which is really endearing. I think that's why people like him. And he's on my team. I'm happy he's on my team because I'm, I'm enjoying him being, you know, I, I like his antics enough, you know? He's really risen in my books this season so far. Like I like him more than I've maybe ever liked him on the show at this point. Oh, I also didn't see this. Um, so it feels like it's cute banter and edit. I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm calling it now that maybe there's gonna be like a little makeout scene or something next time we have a little club scene or something. We'll see. Um, Adrian also says Devin downgraded to Tori and Corey upgraded to Natalie. Check agreed. I believe agreed. We'll get more into as to what we think about those pairings. This is Leroy's not last season. This is true. So I know that Leroy is definitely playing to win. I just, I'm not sure. And we'll, we'll definitely be talking about it more down the road. But I'm not sure if how he's playing is going to get him to the end. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I mean, he's still in a good position because I feel like there are other teams like We'll get into that later, but it's I, I don't feel like he's in the worst position and him being allied with someone, him being partnered with someone he can't trust who's in a big alliance is kind of good for him for now. But I think he's going to have to make some other moves and maybe get himself a different partner down the road or he's going to need to do something else to solidify himself uh, in the final. Um, just to piggyback a bit on what you were saying about Cam stepping in and interjecting, like I definitely I would I would say like if that's my partner, I would not want them to be blown up, and I don't wouldn't want to be attached now to public enemy number one. I, I didn't particularly like kind of how she, even in her confessionals, which I'm sure she's being egged on by the the, the producers to be like give us more, give us more, um, but kind of saying that like you're my partner now, followed by my rules, like you don't do what you want. And so it's just kind of like. I get it because she doesn't want to be public enemy number one, but I was also kind of like, I don't know, be a little bit nicer to Kyle about it too might might work, but he did shut up. So I guess, I guess your tactic worked there. Tactic worked on him, yeah. <laughs> right? So Corey obviously is upset about the fact that Fessy lied and as one of you pointed out, the fact that they weren't in the room when he decides to tell it to pretty much everybody in the house that wasn't Corey and Nelson. Um, what do you think, um, Jonathan, about Team Young Buck moving forward? Do you think that they're going to be coming, like, overcoming this? Like, how do you think that they are going to work as uh, the stupid the stupid brigade moving forward? I mean, I don't have a lot of faith. I, I don't. Uh, I don't see it. I just don't think there's a lot of strategy there that they 
put forth. It's not a lot of like layered thinking that I see or that they explain to the audience. So I don't know. I just don't, I don't really see it. I mean, I think they'll do definitely fine. Absolutely. But do I think it's kind of like anyone's winning game? No, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think so either. And so, uh, what's his name? Corey was saying that now West is going to be coming after Nelson and Corey as opposed to like maybe Fessy or whatnot. So, I mean, Fessy kind of played his his allies. You know what I mean? And, he, and I guess he's saying like he doesn't care because it's a, a solo game and he wants to win that money. But I feel like a lot of people are forgetting that if you stab and burn people, like they are coming to get you. And if they get the opportunity to take that strike, they're going to try to get you out of the game. And so I would wish that people were more cognizant of the fact that like, yes, you might be making these big, bold moves, but they may, you might get karma coming back to bite you in the butt there. And so we'll see how it all plays out, of course. So the challenge sign on the wall is activated and it's going to be the first, um, what's it called? The daily of the day. And so it is called Roadkill. Um, there was a, the first explosion that I saw this season because I don't remember seeing explosions the last two episodes when I thought there was going to be one in episode one for sure when they solved those codes. And episode two, what was the daily? The ice thing. Oh, yeah. And then definitely, was, oh, there could have been an explosion there when you put the third... Was it called a bomb? True. The third thing in there. Anyway, so there's no explosions before, but today there's an explosion for Roadkill. TJ comes out of this big Mack truck that has seeming like an arena on top of it or something. And basically what they had to do was while the truck is going 50 miles per hour, they're going to be without harnesses wrestling to toss the other person off into a net, a cargo net on the side. Jonathan, we were watching this together. How did you feel about how this competition was structured? That's, you know, it, it's, it wasn't super fun to watch. I don't think like it was fine and it was definitely like cool. I mean, they do these things on these trucks where they move and all the time it's very fear factor-ish, but um, scary. I was like, are they, is that, is that cover enough? Does that go high enough? Are they not going to like, you know, it, it's a little dangerous for sure. But, um, and then as I was saying to you earlier, like the structure, the fact that two, not just one, but two people got injured to me kind of says that it's like really not safe enough that they should have been doing. Um, and there's always the illusion of danger that should be present with these things, but you could still be pretty safe overall when you have you know all these people and and they're just two of them hurt themselves it's it's just to the, to that extent too that they've hurt themselves where it potentially might cost them the game i mean it's um yeah i don't know it wasn't it was it was decent but i i, I don't mind kind of um something a little safer or you know if they were wearing harnesses i mean i guess they really couldn't because they might be like strangle themselves in it especially if they're flying off the end but it just wasn't super exciting for me well and that's something i learned in acting class like many years ago was you don't want to watch things that you feel are dangerous so that's why you don't bring like even if they're plastic knives or guns to performances because if it doesn't look safe the audience can't enjoy what they're watching and so I think that that might have been where I was sitting when I was watching it. Cause I was like, uh, just like, uh, like, uh, okay, uh, uh. like I'm waiting for something bad to happen. And firstly, we see Nicole. So Nicole was, she's with Devin. She was paired up 
um, they were going against Cam and Cam Kyle. Cam and Kyle. Yeah, Cam and Kyle. You know, it was the first commercial break. This is when our, our technical difficulties stopped. Um, Michelle couldn't see this little bit of the episode. So basically what happens, they're going at it. And Nicole kind of, she starts saying like, oh, stop, stop, stop. And Cam's like, what? Like, what do you mean stop? And like, so she kind of pauses, but then goes back at it. And Nicole kind of continues going at it with her um eventually it seemed as though cam won but her shoulder was actually popped out of the socket and she's just kind of standing there and you could see like the bone of like the shoulder like thing was popped out and so she's like well i'm fine just pop it back in i want to go back up there and compete but they're like slash you're going to go to the hospital right now but the um the time ran out they timed out they didn't oh, give, I didn't see that they didn't give cam the whim right so it's like I didn't love that because I'm like, because, you know, she was taken out, Nicole, it it, it didn't allow Cam to have the win because Cam's not going to throw someone off the side with her shoulder popping out. So I didn't think that was super fair. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm like, it, it should have been by default the win. But, you know, she's like, oh, I knew I could do it with one arm and just to hold out. I'm like, no, Cam was like, kind of like, uh, okay, uh, what am I supposed to do? Are like, we calling this or, you know? So it just wasn't super fair. I think it was fair, but I definitely, if I were Nicole though, I would have been scared when when you saw like Cam was ready to go. Like she was, looked really scary to me. Um, Nicole was saying like, oh, she's strong. She thinks she's stronger than Cam, but Cam is bigger than her. But I was more scared of Cam if I was in that position than if I was gonna be going up against Nicole. So definitely she had like the upper hand there. Yeah, and honestly, I, I read some tea earlier today um, I don't know if you guys saw it. It's like, it was like Lolo Jones was tweeting about Cam and Nicole. Cause we saw in the preview that they were going to be against each other and something about how like Nicole's really fierce. She doesn't get enough credit. And like, if someone in weight classes, when you're doing actual boxing or whatever kind of fighting it's by weight. So like if someone's 40 pounds heavier or whatever, like automatically that's going to beat over the other person essentially just saying that like Nicole, like it wasn't, it wasn't a fair matchup and that they should have been matched. The comp competitor should have been matched based on like their sizes. And Nicole kind of like commented being like, thanks for the support, blah, 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 blah. But what I think, and I think a lot of other people who were commenting agree, it's like, have you watched the challenge? <laughs> Derek, Derek is the tiniest guy maybe ever that's competed. He beat Cyrus. Who's like four times his size. He's beat like, there are situations where the person who is smaller in that kind of combat has won through smarts and strategy and, and whatever it is. And so I just thought that was just so like Lolo, I don't know. I just thought that wasn't sportsmanship like to like give credit where credit's due. It's like Cam was strong enough to do that. Like it wasn't like she was just standing there doing nothing. Like it's like seeing it from an athletic side of it rather than more strategic because you know, in a competition like that, being low to the ground and, you know, being smaller can actually really help you. And so, um, I don't know, I would, and and, it's, and you're right, it's the challenge. Things are unfair. It depends on what partner you pick. It wasn't, you know, just based on one individual person, the win. So, I mean, what I would have liked to have seen, which would never happen, is that once you've thrown off your person, you could then go help your partner if you choose to. And so, I was hoping that too. <laughs> I thought it was a thing. And then you both stand on the top being like, we're the winners. 
Um, I, I did, it did cross my mind as well. So maybe they'll think about that for next time. Um, I totally agree that it was kind of annoying Lolo having that stance just because like, I get where she's coming from. Like people, it should be fair weight wise. Um, but like, think about Jay and Rogan last season. Like that wasn't really a fair matchup. People are usually hoping that they're able to go in an unfair matchup so they can win. And that's just how the challenge is. Um, it's it's not it's not fair all the time. It just depends on what where your body and how you are genetically made up and how much exercising you do. If something's going to favor you or not, and. What are you going to say? Like, oh, well, they're dumb, though. So they should only go against the other dumb people when they do any challenges with puzzles and whatnot. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And if you are at a disadvantage, figure out your way to win because there's always a way for you to win. So there's one hand, like, you know. Exactly. 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 <laughs> I rewatched his rope elimination with Josh last night because I was in a bad mood. And so I watched it and it just brought me so much joy. The like strategy behind it. Ooh! What a good elimination. Exactly. Um, yeah, I totally, I just, I totally just disagree with that. But she's coming from a different ball game of, of competition. And so people are evenly matched where she is, like your weight classes and this and that. But I don't know, would you want to watch the challenge uh, heavyweight edition? No, you want to, you want to see people get like thrown across the room because they have no chance. So you're like, yep, yeah, I thought that was going to happen. Or you want a huge underdog story. Exactly. You know, you want a Jay beating a CT. Like you want something crazy to happen. And I think that also goes onto what I've been saying is where they've been moving away from with the challenge. What I really like is that it's ordinary people doing extraordinary things for money. And so getting into weight classes and uh, making sure physically match is taking it away from the everyday person coming in and playing this game for money. So that's why I don't really care for the American Ninja Warrior style competitors because they don't have the same heart in the same way that I appreciate in the show. So sorry, Lolo, not really down. Who's with, who has Lolo? Is it uh, Fanta? I think Fanta has Lolo, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm over her from that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I did watch a little bit of Devin. Did I send this to you guys? Devin talking about the after show with the um, no. competitors. And I believe somebody said that Lolo and Nam had kind of rolled around a little bit before and that it was kind of finishing off in the in the the closet. And maybe he kind of got like a little bit weirded out because the cameras were there and people were watching. But it seems as though they might have had like a little bit of a tussle. I don't know how tussle tussle it was, but that's huh. about something like that. That's what information I picked up. I'm gonna watch watch more and read more about it for sure. Um, where are we now? So who went up next? Yeah, Cam says that she's not scared to go against anybody, and I like, I definitely like that attitude that Cam has, that she's not scared. I did want to see her play through this elimination, though, because I haven't seen her compete in a while. Um, was the last time she, was she, she wasn't on 30, was she on 35? She wasn't on last season. Was she on last season? I don't think so. But she was on the two seasons before that, both of yeah, them. Yeah, because she was, she was part of Team USA. Yeah. But I don't, I don't remember her last comp, like competitive moment, you know? Um, well, really, like, that season was kind of different because they, they kept winning, so they didn't really have to go in. The season before that, she did have to go in quite a few times. 
Um, anyway. So anyways, I did just want to see her compete because I know she talks a big game and I want to see, I, don't, I want to see it backed up sometimes, you know what I mean? Especially if it's been like a couple of years since I've seen her in the ring. So I was looking forward to see her. I wanted to see her throw a goal around. I did, I did. And so it's unfortunate that Nicole popped out her shoulder. Yeah, I wanted Cam to beat her like without her getting injured because I just hate, I mean, strongly don't like Nicole that much. Um, <laughs> But in the end, you know, obviously we don't want anyone to get permanently injured or anything. So, Absolutely. I mean, does she have like a problem with her shoulder though? Like, it just looks, it would seem so easy for it to pop out. Like, I don't know, I didn't like that. <laughs> like, oh. what she does and stuff, I'm sure at some point she's usually when you have injuries like that at her age, it's, it's a recurring kind of a situation and it's likely to happen again. So, the next matchup was Natalie and Wes and Nani and Josh. Did you have any hope for Nani and Josh winning this <laughs> competition? I, I didn't want to have hope. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like matchup that Josh has been like, oh, everybody wants to see this matchup. And people just like, actually just want to see you get beat by Josh, by Wes. So, <laughs> I missed this one. So what happened? Oh, we didn't see this one yet. Okay. So it was. Nothing really happened. Um, Natalie was saying that Nani was quite feisty and the little Tasmanian devil, so it was kind of hard to pick her up and throw her around. But Natalie definitely seemed to have a strength advantage way over um, over Nani, but Nani definitely put up a fight. Um, I don't remember Josh and Wes. How did that go down, Jonathan? So Josh, Josh kind of had the upper hand, but he was, Wes had said that, um, and, and kind of Wes went off, first but he had his foot still on the platform and that's kind of what what's in the rules so and he, Wes was saying in his confessional that you know um josh was so focused on just getting him off and not actually focusing on the rules of the game which is being the last person touching that that kind of element so that's why uh he didn't get the point i mean if it was just kind of like who dominated it in the last couple seconds yeah it was josh who ultimately threw him off but you know he he wasn't the last one on the on the the platform. So, um. well, it's kind of like that competition with uh, Jenna when they're on those platforms and they had to like throw people off. Like it's whoever who off first, you know. Like yes, he might have put the momentum forward, but if yeah, like, like sometimes it's like who touches the net or water or whatever first, but then other times it's you know who's on last, and you that's like literally the difference of winning and losing sometimes. I yeah. mean, sometimes. So you need to really pay attention to that and focus on that. So, and Wes was absolutely right. It's it's uh, a detail that cost him that win. Yeah. So Natalie and Wes did win their round. Um, more explosions, ooh, I said. Um, and yeah, basically Josh wanted Wes so badly and it was pretty, pretty annoying, a little bit of an eye roll. Oh, thank you, Michelle, for that eye roll. You actually look like your little um, the avatar that I made for you when you did that right now, because she's wearing the tube just like that. So cute. Um, Darrell and Amber B is going to be versus Gabby and Leo. Were you there for that yet? No, I missed this one too. Um, so I didn't really, I don't know if I blinked, but I don't know why I didn't see this matchup. Was it just like... Um, well, the only real thing that that came of it was that Amber revealed that she has um, training in, what was she doing? Like five years in, uh, like she had some sort of training that nobody knows about, so which would make her a tougher competitor. Is this Amber B? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I um, it must have been, I don't remember that. 
yeah, I can't remember what the training was, but she's like, yeah, what no one knows about me is I actually have X amount of years in blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, but uh, it came, it, she got it. So there you go. Uh, so you're on to everyone? Because that's the only one I didn't write anything down. Maybe I went. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think that's that's kind of how it came about. She talked about it and then there was some tussling, whatever, and she got the point. But what about Leo versus Darrell? Because isn't Leo like a... Darrell was saying that he was worried-ish about going up against Leo just because of the fact that he has um, a wrestling background. But he's like, but I still think I'm going to take it. You know, typical Darrell fashion. I really don't remember this matchup, but I feel like it's one of those like really quick ones. Maybe I was writing something down. No, it was a quick one, yeah. It was like not anything super exciting happened. So they just kind of like, yeah. It's so interesting. Amber B. Amber B. I was like, oh, right. She's on the show. Like, there's people that I just, like, have not seen very much of. Jarrell, I'm like, look, I love Jarrell. I'm like, I need to see more of him. So, I mean, I'm he's going to come to the forefront probably soon. Now that they do, they have, they're starting to lose people to gang up on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they start becoming more of a target, as we kind of talked about already. So did you see Lolo and Nam versus Teresa and Jay? No. They dominated. So, there was no chance here. Do you do you remember how that matchup went? It was just like complete domination. So. Yeah. Poor Lolo, Jay and Teresa yeah. didn't have a chance against Lola and Nam at all. What um, a bad matchup. That's so unfair. That's, I know. Are you, are you playing a Lolo right now? Like, did she, did she say that and be like, oh, it wasn't fair because I was going against uh, Teresa, who's probably like 50 pounds lighter than I and five inches shorter? Yeah, like, why? You're saying then your win makes no sense because you all, like, Jay is so, oh my God, that's so funny. They're, yeah, they're a pretty small team, Teresa and Jay. Mm hmm. Small, but feisty, but small. So they, they just had no chance? Like, they just got destroyed? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they didn't really show the whole thing. It was kind of like, blah, blah, pop, and then, like, winner. Oh, yeah, exactly. They, I mean, they would be good in, like, a maybe an endurance competition. Or, oh, yeah. Or, like, running or, you know, that kind of stuff. Because then, you know, mu that muscle weighs you down. And a lot of muscle people don't have that kind of breath that, that takes them far. Um, you know, even, like, Polly in a few seasons ago where he just completely was devastated on the ground. But... Um, yeah, so no, they completely dominated that and it was, it was, it was another quick one. Very. Um, this is to answer before, um, Jonathan's question. I think so because TJ said that you need to protect that skull when you want it. So if a person gets eliminated who has a skull, then that their skull is back up for grabs. So, or wouldn't be up for grabs, it'd be given to the other person that beat them, I would assume. Yeah. Um... So Sam has probably a very unpopular opinion. Be careful, Sam. Um, Sam says that uh, she doesn't like Cam's, is this, which, which Sam, is, this is female Sam, correct? If, if, if I'm misgendering you, um, let me know. Um, she says that she doesn't like Cam's game. Her only strategy seems to be taking out champs who could, when they could benefit her in her game in actuality, which is something that I was been saying is that I think that Sam, Cam has a lot of power in this game right now. And I think that having taking out only the champs right now is yes, I understand that like oh you want everybody else that don't have that haven't won before to get an opportunity, but like do you want someone that's never even been on the show before to win that opportunity? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I would be personally one to want to play still the game with the people that are veterans because you can 
conspire with them a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a revolt of all the newbies and they just go and turn on them eventually when they have the numbers, you know? So I, I think Cam feels like she can control the newer people a lot more. I mean, you know, she's fairly new in the grand theme of things herself. And so, you know, but old enough where she has that respect. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, she's a killer Cam, but it's uh, self-appointed, but it's, um, you know, it's, I think when I see that kind of stuff, I'm like, yeah, I wonder if she thinks that she's just more of a leader amongst the newer ones than she is amongst the veterans. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do get it from a moral standpoint too. It's like standing up for the fact that like, I want someone new to win and I, and that's what I'm going for. But if she wants herself to be number one, I don't think this is necessarily the path because when you have people who are newbies like Lolo and Nam and you're keeping them along when you could have at least been pitting them against CT and Ashley or them against like other big teams. It's like those people will cost you the winnings. Whereas you can work with Wes. You could have worked with Wes who has never like thrown Leroy under the, and if he was going to throw someone who was his friend under the bus, he wouldn't do it until it's the very end and it's him or them. Like he's not gonna be throwing these people in early. Um, whereas the newbies, yeah, they're with you for now, but like, I just think it's a mistake to keep Fessy and Anissa completely unharmed, Lolo and Nam completely unharmed. Like there's a lot of big players this season and it's just a little strange that she's been so laser focused on just the Wes situation. Absolutely, like, and I really think that she's in a very good position, but I feel that she's like, she's going to become a big target amongst all the other people that she doesn't have a strong bond with. Like, yeah, they're voting with you. Yeah, they're doing what you say, which is great. But they also don't really have that much loyalty towards you and would turn on you in a heartbeat because they also want to win this game. So, and they're good. You know, they're strong competitors, um, even though they're not that familiar with, you know, the challenge stuff. I don't think that you can count out Lolo from beating Cam in an elimination, like that is a big possibility. And so the fact that it's kind of all started because CT didn't want Cam as a partner, I think that it may cost her down the road her win because she's not realizing that there's some dangerous people that are rookies in this game. And so I don't know, I don't know. I agree though that I feel that she needs to maybe change up her strategy, but it's working so far working so far. So next up we have Tori and Corey versus Liv and Mishi. I really didn't think that Tori and Corey would, were going to have a problem here. Um, didn't really remember this this competition either, this little battle. Let me watch this one. This is one where Liv got hurt. Right. I couldn't see how she got hurt or where she got hurt. It was kind of Tori, like the way Tori kind of pushed her off, I think. Like Cause then Tori was in the confessional afterwards being like, you know, I feel kind of bad. Like you don't want to get a hurt. And then she's like, I don't actually feel that bad. And I'm like, ugh, Tori. I roll my eyes at Tori now because I just see everything through such a false lens. Now it's so hard for me to like believe her now as like a nice person. I know she still is a nice person, but like, it's just, yeah. I, I like Tori. I mean, I think she's one of the more normal people in the house, but um, I also don't, follow all the backstory and what goes on and, and whatnot. But I, I also know being in the industry that a lot of the stories and what people say and what people don't say, I mean, you never get the full story anyway. So, um, but I, I thought it was really dangerous that 
the netting was as big as it was because you could, if you caught a limb as you're going off and, and then the rest of your body weight just takes you somewhere else, that's definitely when things can pop out. And, uh, you know, I was really surprised that it was that, that, that big of gaps where you could fit full, you know, arms and legs and stuff in there. So, I mean, who knows what happened? We didn't actually, I think, fully see when the, uh, when it took place, but I did notice that both times that someone was hurt, a, a person tried to console them by touching that limb. That they were hurt. I was like, why is that your go-to? <laughs> Um, but Corey and Jordan did want to show these rookies what it, their introduction to the challenge. So I, that was, I did a little mini eye roll there. Tori's a decent competitor. I haven't seen her be as amazing as she has been at times, but. No, I really like, this is the thing. I was such a Tori stan. I think it was that I liked her too much. So like, she, it was so easy for her to fall in my eyes because I just, I had her on too much of a pedestal, I think. I like really was a huge stand of her for a long time and i don't despise her or anything like that but like i don't know she's not as uh i don't know i just it's tough there's no cara it's like who am i supposed to hate on here you know yeah, what I mean? that, like, that 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 was me and Car carmary uh <laughs> like back many many years ago when it just seemed like everyone was against her and she just like fought really hard and and to make it further and i really enjoyed her and then the last bunch of years not so much but yeah, yeah. Ooh, yes, yeah. definitely, definitely not a Dark Maria stan. Um, is she not coming back to the show? Like, have you heard any tea about um, that? I actually, well, I don't think she's gonna be coming for now. I think she'll be back at some point, but I actually was doing some digging today while I was bored, and like, I don't know, like, okay, I similar to you, Jonathan, really liked her, felt bad for her when people were bullying her. Then she kind of got too much, you know, whatever. Started to not like her as much. She took a break. Seems like it's been good for her to not be on the show. And there's this like troll page that like posts all her and Polly's cute videos and pictures and stuff. And they do seem so cute and happy together. Like they actually seem like a really good couple. And it's crazy because I just, I really did not hated them on the show, but in life, I think they seem totally happy now. I, I don't think they need to come back, honestly. Well, I mean, she has a half million dollars, a ranch in Montana. Like, yeah. I'm sure they're li living a pretty decent life. Um, um, you watch? Do you watch their TikToks? I've no. seen the one right after um, Cody won Big Brother. Is the only one I've, I've seen recently. Oh, it's so it's I, I don't even know if it's theirs. It's Polly's, and he's just so in love with himself as many people who are on TikTok are but it's just you know and you do see Carmery in the background here or there or whatever but he has so many videos of just like him you know in those short shorts off. yeah and that terrible hair and it's just um it's just should we find oh i don't have my phone by me it's just like <laughs> you, see them in the, you see her in the background and i agree with you they do obviously spend a lot of time with each other you know, it's not like it's a distanced relationship. They're obviously live together, or whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's he's too much for me. He's and yeah, I don't know. He is definitely unhinged. Like I, I, I don't know. Even on Big Brother, before he was ever on the challenge, his like transformation on Big Brother, I was like something like is something's up. You know. 
Sorry, this is, I'm just reading this comment. I just gotta bring it now. <laughs> Carolyn says, Wes and Kyle are actually friends outside of the show to the point where last season he had to give Wes a suppository. They didn't show it on TV, according to Kyle on his Instagram page last night. Lol. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. Why does anyone else have to give you a suppository? Well, maybe he couldn't get the angle. Like, I don't know, maybe he was drunk. You can give it to yourself. You can give it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they're doing it for the camera. Like that's a pretty that's a pretty pretty close. Lol. I did see that. The the suppository or the story? No. <laughs> no, no, the comment. Um yeah. So um, Natalie says, didn't Nicole get injured on vendettas in the finals? I think she has been injured before. Was it the same injury? Mm. I don't remember what it was, but I remember she had to leave during the final. Natalie, That's you can remember if it's the same injury. I'm just wondering if it's a recurring injury and then maybe she just needs to be DQ'd from the challenge. Because your body wants, you know, it's 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 going, it's never going to fully 100% heal as it, as it was. And you're going to likelihood of it coming back is greater, obviously. We're getting there, London, but thank you for joining us here. Another episode, another reason why I don't like Josh, lol. <laughs> Yep. Um, yes, it was her ankle. Okay, thank you, Adrian. Adrian, how do you have all the facts everything. for everything? Adrian knows everything about everything. <laughs> everything. So impressive. So impressive. I'm like, I don't remember these things. Okay, so Amber, um, Adrian also says that at least Amber B got two confessionals tonight and Amber B didn't get any. I only noticed the one confessional and I wrote it down later on. I was like, whoa, Amber B's getting a little bit of a confessional here. Put on some makeup. Um, I definitely noticed the second one, but the first one, I guess it was- Two different hairstyles and everything, it was nice. Was the first one near the first competition? Why did I miss it? Like yeah. when she was doing the daily? I think so, it was definitely earlier on. Like there was, I just remember them like the two totally different looks and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cause her hair was up in the second one. Yeah. I only saw the second one. Hmm. Ooh, more tea. Natalie says last week they edited out the Lolo versus Amber B fight. Natalie, say more, please. What fight? What was it about? Was it over Nom? Because, like, Nom did make it seem as though he also finds Amber B attractive, and Lolo does seem a little bit jealous of Amber. So is it you know, over Nom? If you remember Lolo and the Big Brother uh, house as well, she's not afraid to kind of get into it with people. So I'd love to see her in an argument with someone. Yeah, they need to show us these fights because we've got points. Like I, I every <laughs> on my team, and I get five points per fight. Um, <clears throat> Do you have the full tally? Because like we forget. Well, to yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy this time. Fight points. We've got. Um, did we get to the fight yet? No, <laughs> we'll get well, there. But in general, go. can we um, actually do the actual tally, and then I, so I can write it down? Yes. Perfect. Adrian says to Natalie, same um, with Amber M and Liv and Michi triangle. Whoa, is that a thing? Because they don't want to affect Liv's mental health. I didn't know. I see, well, because in the pre, remember like at the very beginning of the show, there was previews and it showed Amber M kissing Michi. But I just figured that was going to be happening later in the season. But do you think maybe they just decided not to air it? Like, why though? And it's weird because one of they no offense, but one of MTV really cared about people's mental health. Like they've po they've shown like some of this. It's not like like interesting. 
I mean, I, I, there's obviously something that I don't know. I think it's the truth. Adrian agrees with uh, Michelle. I like Tori in her rookie season because of how badass she is, but it's because of her relationship with Jordan where I got mixed feelings. I, I liked them together, actually. I did, but something's going on right now that I'm not a bit as big of a Tori fan. It, I don't know. What is it? What is it? Tori was with, what's his name? Derek? Yeah. Initially Derek, yeah. Yeah, and she was definitely like the, for me anyway, in my eyes, was like, the one that you you know you usually like one more than the other and so it was like i was like oh tori and then yeah so that, that her with derek was was a good was a good era for tori yes but then i always had it in the back of my mind that jonathan you would probably you watch are you the one correct yeah so you remember the guy i think his name was mike and then he also made an appearance uh, he was dating he had that big blowout he ended up getting kicked off the show he was with Freckles, what's her name? Um, Amanda. Amanda, and they were a, they were a thing on not X on the Beach. I said, are you the one though? Didn't I? Or did I? Yeah, you said it. Yeah. So are you the one? They were kind of a thing, and then they got into a big fight, and then I think Mike said some terrible things, and so he left the show, and then I remember this. They kind of broke up, or whatever. But then he made an appearance on the real world, one of the more recent seasons of the real world. And he got kicked off, I believe for making racist remarks. And then Tori was dating him. And I was like, this, like you, what we know of this person, he's not like a catch, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was always kind of like, Hmm, I don't know about your picker. <laughs> so I just was always just like wary of, of, of Tori's motives for dating people. Cause it seems as though it's sometimes people are just like, you know, like that in relationships, like that. I know people who are wonderful people and the friends that they surround themselves with are awful. And you're like, how do you not see it? So, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to super defend Tori. I don't know her at all, obviously, but I mean, it, it could just be who she's selecting. And no, it's totally fair. And she does have some good friends too, right? She's tied with Anissa. Like there's obviously something about her that's cool and chill. Otherwise, you know. Have either of you taken a peek at their podcast? I haven't. Michelle, this is a shocker. I thought you would have been all up in that grill. I just didn't want to have, I need to, maybe I'll go back and listen after. I just don't want to have my, like. Your opinions. I don't think I'm going to have the same opinions as them. <laughs> and so I want to watch the episodes first. Um, and I also just kind of forgot about it, to be honest. And for me, and like I just to piggyback on that sentiment, like I like doing this first before I go hear everybody else's opinion because sometimes I agree with people, but maybe how I bring it across or share it with you guys, like I want it to be coming from me as opposed to like coming from somebody who already had their own opinion shared that I agree with and then I'm re retelling it. So I haven't watched it yet myself. Um, I did hear that it's a little bit more explaining the show as opposed to having opinions of what's going on like strategy wise and, and social dynamics and so if we want maybe more tea of things that we didn't see maybe to be looking over there to find out some extra info so i might do that to be bringing in extra pieces for the next week but maybe not like on the consistent week to week basis you know what i mean yeah. you know what i'm saying okay so this is a good question how natalie says how would polly do without cara on the challenge He'd probably get into a lot of fights still. Do you think he would like, if like if they weren't together, how would he do? Or if he's just if he's just on if it, he's on the show and they're and she is not on it. 
That yeah, I understand. That does that does change things. So if he's still with her. Yeah, if he's if he's still if he's not with her, I mean, it it would be you know I'm assuming that he would definitely have some sort of showmance, romance, whatever. But um, if he's with her, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like that might be better for him because it kind of frees him of trying to like have that kind of bravado of just yeah, like you know where I have to protect my girl and stuff. And, And you know, yeah, he's just he has that kind of like short man. Kind of syndrome. I mean, I would prefer it. I think that he would be more palatable by himself. I don't enjoy the side of him. Like, yes, I want, I would love my partner to protect me or stand up for me, but I feel like in the way that he does it, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, And so not having that element of his personality be brought out, I'd probably enjoy him a little bit more because I don't mind him being like, I can, I can win all these things and you know, he usually does pretty well in challenges. I just don't like him getting into fights with people to stand up for Car Maria. Yeah. We've seen it too many times. But Adrian said confession one confession was during the daily and the other was during the elimination. We need more Amber B, but she's flying under the radar. I mean, she's gonna come to the service soon. Probably I bet you next week, because we're talking about her so much. She made her appearance now in two confessionals, like Big dog Wes is gone. Darrell is a, is a competitor, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went for him. You said it already. You no, know, I'm happy because I want them. Like I, I like that team. Mm-hmm. I like Amber B. She didn't get she didn't get a full chance on Big Brother, and I obviously love Darrell. So I'm cool with them being under the radar for now and making it pretty far. I want to see them go far. Me too. Me too. I just don't know if they will. If they're if they're only targeting champs. True. Adrian says her and Jordan were a good couple. Don't get me wrong, but Jordan has been called out for some problematic things he said on Real World and the challenge. Absolutely, his fight. I loathed Jordan when he was having those fights with Nia. Um, it pretty it was pretty uncalled for. In defense of kind of the real world, we'll say they wanted these kind of uh, situations to come up and they kind of made some talking points about it and there was an apology and both Nia and, is it Nia or Nia? Nia. Nia. Hmm? Nia. Nia and Jordan. I believe that they did like an Instagram live or something where they discussed um, that whole fight that they have. And so had, so yes, he has been problematic in the past. I don't know if he's changed, but he's definitely addressed it a few times. So uh, what do you guys think about Jordan and his problematic behavior? Jonathan. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have much to add with it. I mean, yeah, it's um, Jordan's not someone that I love. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's not just that because he had his problematic stuff with Naya. He had his problematic stuff with Jemmy as well. And yeah, I definitely have seen some bad sides of him for sure. I think as a competitor, he's one of the best competitors there's ever been in terms of the challenge specifically. But as like a human, it's hard for me to tell because obviously I don't know the real truth, but I've definitely seen some like not great things. And then some good things too. Like he's, a, I don't know. Yeah, it's- I will say he's someone that like when you look, you're like, oh, this is someone that I want to like more than I do maybe. And you want them to do better with their life choices, but um yeah that's that's the most that you can get for me from that 
Fair. So we're still on the daily. We have Amber and Nelson are the next two to be competing against Casey and Leroy. Roy. Um, I was pretty sure that Casey and Leroy were going to win in this case. Amber um, seems quite small. And Nelson just never to be seen as that good. I know he's won some stuff and people say he's a comp beast, but I just I never think of him being a good competitor for whatever reason. Who says he's a comp beast? I don't like, know. People are always coming for me. Saying that, he's doing okay sometimes. Like he is kind of strong. And he had that one season where he made the final and like he almost beat CT or something. Like he's done fine. But he's not a comp beast. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't find him to be reliable is basically what you're saying. Like I can't count on him to know that he's going to do good, well on most. No. He's up in the air. He's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> I, but, count on him, I count on him making it like halfway or three quarters of the way. Like most times he appears. So I'm like, I want yeah. <laughs> game for Corey. I don't know. I'm not sure about him. Um, but Casey and Leroy win. Can I, can I just say like that comment though? Give up your game for Corey. I, I've heard that so much. And that's because I feel like that's what they say so often. But I'm like, you didn't because you could have won. <laughs> like, you, didn't, you didn't walk out. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't give up your game for Corey. You're like, you know what? It's gonna be me. You, 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 you could have still won. <laughs> true. That's so fair. That's so true. He sacrificed himself to go into an elimination to guarantee Corey a spot in the final. He still could have won his own spot. Yeah, but that's not what they say. Like how when they describe it, right? Because it's true. You're so right. You call it. You got me. I bought into it, but he did yeah. give up, as Michelle said. His he wouldn't have had to go in there and potentially right. go. So right. he did that so Corey didn't have to face that particular elimination. So he put himself in harm's way to save his friend. So he didn't give up his game. Whatever, Jonathan. <laughs> and then Corey couldn't even win it. But anyway. I don't think he could have. Nope. So CT and Big T are going against Anissa and Fessy. Another mismatch um weight wise so anisa is definitely i would assume would overtake big t cc and fessy though i wasn't sure how it would go down um did i even write i didn't even write down how it ended it didn't end they timed out okay yeah. anisa pushed her over but the, <laughs> the, other, the other two were timeout yeah anisa didn't want to hurt her though but she still wanted to win i mean everybody loves big t and so i think it's actually probably good for ct being with her because it, I, well we might talk about it a little bit later but at the fight point like she was calming him down like a girlfriend she was calming him down like she was his girlfriend so i'm just saying i might have i might be seeing something here and so, yeah, CT and Fessy timed out. Big T, this was her first fight. Have either of you been in any physical altercations? <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm like her, too. I I mean, I'll cut you with my words, and that's all that in my looks, but that's all that needs to, to be had. I don't, I don't, I, to me, that's like, it's, it's actually weaker because I feel like, I, I don't need it to go there because I can outsmart you other ways. And I, to me, that's, that's more challenging than having physical genetic, you know, um, what, you know, you were given as well as, you know, some people obviously do put the work in the gym. I don't, but, um, <laughs> uh, I love COVID that you don't go to the gym anymore. <laughs> yeah. But even when I go to the gym, it's not pretty, but, um, it's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's just more like, 
if you can outsmart someone, that's the real win. And that's kind of what I go in. I've never been in a position where I've needed to fight someone. However, I do have that like crazy mentality where I think I can take you. It doesn't matter. I'm five, nine and you could be six, eight. And I'm like, I can take you, but I've never had to go there. And I'm sure I could not take a, someone <laughs> six, eight. In my head, I'm like, I can, I'll just. Well, people are scared of you though for thinking that you can. They're like, oh, maybe. They're like, if he can, says that he can take me, like, I'm, I'm actually. Oh, yeah, I, just, I don't know why I have that. I'm like, I'll just go for the eyes. I'm always ready. I'm always ready. Never happened, but I'm always ready. Go with the balls. Go for the eyes, Michelle. You you laughed a little bit. Deep. You had a, a little bit of a scrap. No. <laughs> Not since I was like a child, like. I, I I agree. I mean, not that I can cut you with my words because I'll probably mess those up too, but um, I definitely would fail in a fight. Like, oh my gosh, my sister boxes and she keeps trying to get me to go with her. And I'm like, there's no way. Like I've done some fake fighting on stage, like stage combat. And um, I got like, I got into a fight with a girl at a club once when I was like 18, but like not, it wasn't a full out brawl. It was like a hair pull moment. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything crazy. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither guys. I'm a word fighter for sure. Um, I'm sure people have wondered why I've not been in more fights, but I do get out of most with the la a ton of lashing for sure. So. <laughs> All of us are very new to fighting. Um, I did for one for three months take some boxing classes with my friend, and it was really funny because we both hated it. Um, we liked doing the drills, like I liked punching the bag, and I liked doing all the fancy footwork and the ropes and all that stuff. Like I liked the training of it, but then we were being used as kind of like punching bags, but people with people that were training for fights, and so. I remember one person, like, she was obviously way better than me because, like, I've never really hit somebody before. And, like, she came and she hit me really hard. And I got, I actually saw red. I got really angry. And I went back at her and I like, definitely give her a few good, good punches. So I definitely realized I do have that fight me. If someone hits me, I did see red and I came back at her. But I didn't like that. I didn't like sitting in that energy of, like, kind of unhinged rage. It was weird. So yeah, I only did that once. And then we both, I think we did like 10 out of the 12 weeks and we're like, we don't want to go back. Let's not go back. <laughs> we just didn't go back because we hated it so much. So that's did my you, fighting. Did you do wrestling or anything in school? Like, No, I got to do, I was a dance major. So I got to take dance for any phys ed. Oh, yeah, we had to do like wrestling and, and stuff like that. It was a Catholic school and the guys did, the girls didn't. But um, I always did well in that only because I was able to like, Again, I feel like outsmart people and endurance-wise, I'll last them, so. Never, never on the wrestling team, not me. So TJ was impressed with this daily, um, the top three teams that were able to throw their teammates off the fastest without timing out was Nam and Lolo, Leroy and Casey, and Natalie and Wes. Um, they're the only ones that actually even completed the mission, really. So the winning team in the fastest time was Leroy and Casey. I was happy that Leroy got this win here. Um, I, I was pretty pleased. Yeah, five points for me. Oh, we've been waiting for that, huh? You're just like, yeah. And then do you have Casey or does Fanta have Casey? I don't remember my, my list, to be honest. I think it's in another. Oh, is it here? I think you have Casey. Um, why don't I remember my list? Is it that bad? 
Do I have Casey, really? I don't know, I think. I don't know, well, I'll, I'll check up for, to, for next week or for next year. <laughs> yeah, I was happy for, for Leroy to have a win. I I don't know, personally, it's upsetting for me that he's partnered with Casey. You, oh, no, sorry. Fanta has Casey. Sorry, go ahead. Fanta has Casey. I just, to me, Casey winning is like the same as Fessy winning, kind of. Um, a big who cares? Like, no, just a big, like, she's going to do whatever Fessy would want to do anyway. And she's going to not give any information, but just be quiet and listen to what everyone else is saying. And I don't know. I was happy for Leroy to have the win, but I was really hoping that Wes and Natalie would win it because they would never have thrown in Leroy. Never. Like, like Leroy would be 100% safe. Ugh, it would have been so epic to have Natalie and Wes win one. Like, so I was I was upset. And from the, at that point, I was kind of like, oh, this, this is not going to be great. I know. And wait, so who did? Oh, they went against Amber and Nelson, which is a lot easier of a team. Way than, easier. Than Nani and Josh. So... Man, like if that was just you know set up a little bit differently, we definitely would have had a a Wes and Natalie win here. So the cards weren't in Wes and Natalie's favor at all, or Wes's anyways. So Casey and Leroy are the double agents. Um, Leroy knows that the Big Brother lines is strong, and he doesn't think that he can trust his partner Casey. Which I think, like, why aren't they, aren't they trying to do things to build trust with each other? Like, I wouldn't be just sitting with a partner being like, I'm not telling my partner anything. I don't trust them. Like, wouldn't you be trying to figure out a way to work with them? Well, no, because things are so different now, right? Like, every time you go into an elimination, it's you solo, and then you can pick whoever you want. So, like, I, I would still try to build a bond with my partner for sure, like CT and Big T are doing. Like, I think it's smart to... But I think on Casey's side, she already has Josh, Fessy, blah, 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 blah. She has her people. She doesn't want to make promises. You know, I think she just wants, doesn't want to give things away. That's her whole thing. That's what she does. Like, that's her, that's what her gameplay always is. Um, and on Big Brother, too. And Big Brother, it was the exact same thing. Like, to me, it's very obvious political game. It's very obvious what she's doing. But to someone like Leroy, I don't know, he's kind of like, he, he kind of can tell. He's like, she's not giving too much away. And on Leroy's side, everyone knows he's working with Cam. His, like, best ally is obvious to everybody. And I think he's just trying to tread carefully. Yeah, fair. I, I guess because what I feel is, like, they might be separated as partners. So wouldn't you want to put in some work to make sure that you don't become their target when, if, if, if and when, I'm sure it's going to happen, they get broken up. And so... I don't know. I just would put in some work that him and Cam, or at least himself, is not going to be on their target list when things are shaken up a little bit. And like mm -hmm. I thought that they were, they became partners in the beginning because it's supposed to be her, like the four of them, kind of working together. So I, I'm surprised that there's so much distrust between them. Well, but I think it's also because Leroy voted the other way last week, right? Sure. We haven't seen the, if there's any fallout from that. I thought no. we found out something about that today. Hmm. Um, okay, hold on. Adrian's important information. Adrian, P.S. There is no new episode next week, so we might have to wait till January 6th. That's hard. That's tough. Long time. Tori was on Brett's from BB22's Instagram. Really? Random. BB22, Brett. Hold on. BB20? 20? 20, 20. BB20. 
Maybe 20. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she shaved. She fixed it. Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, uh, there was no, that was an all stars. Um, I could see that happening though, because she's a little bit like relevancy thirsty, you know? She's on my team. She's on my team, guys. It just says I get so emotional. Oh, every time I think of you. I don't remember singing that song though. Were they saying that about Josh? I don't remember it either, and I love that song. It must have been part of the fight, because this is when the fight breaks out, right? This is when we're at that point. Nicole's stuff is gone. We learned that Nicole comes back in. Um, her injury has not made her medically clear to be able to stay in the game. Um, Devin here wants to win this for his mom. So I'm like, oh, since he's rogue, I was like, isn't it a woman's elimination now? Like, hmm, are they just going to not have that happen? Like, what are they going to do in this situation? So I was wondering how that was going to shake out. Um, if they would just still do a woman's elimination anyways, and then like whatever, one of them decides if they want to have Devin as their partner. I don't know, but I thought that she was going to still have a woman's elimination, but Nicole's gone. So you're probably happy about that, right? I was, but <laughs> I'd rather see her lose and just, you know, rub it in her face more. I have a harder time understanding her the more I see her in things, like the older she gets. Yeah. She's like pulling yeah. down on that accent. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and, and not making any effort to like be understood by other people. <laughs> well, I think that in her, her circle, people really understand her. And I think she forgets that like, people are just like, I'm sorry, what? Like, it would be funny if they started putting subtitles underneath her. I can I understand wish her. They did. I wish they did. I don't understand her. Honestly, I her voice and, is so great, and I speak another language, so <laughs> I, I understand her generally speaking. But it would be very funny if they put subtitles underneath her speaking. So Liz Liv also comes back saying that they want to do some, you know, scanning or working on her. Where did what did she hurt her arm? Whatever she hurt. Yeah, she um, her elbow. I think it was. They thought that there might be a fracture, but they're not sure, so they'll find out tomorrow. And so, yeah, she doesn't know yet if she's going to be able to still compete. But I guess, like, Nicole was so bad that she had to go home. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not, like, that's what it sounds like to me. It's like, if you know that it's something that you need time to heal and you can't participate, you're out. But I think with Liv, it's like, honestly, I think it's likely probably a fracture if something came up on the x-ray and they're just double-checking before they kick her out. So I fully expect that to happen next next episode. Well, and then actually maybe she's going to be able to stay because until she has to compete and then she has to get medically cleared, maybe. I don't know. I mean, fracture takes, I've never fractured anything, but mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's a bone. I mean, it takes a while, so. <laughs> have, have any of you guys had any broken bones? So you just said no, Jonathan. Michelle? Uh, nothing, I broke my finger once. No, I've never broken anything either. And um, yeah, no, that's it. Finger, I mean, you, don't, you just have a splint kind of thing on your finger, but I've never really broken anything. It's because we haven't been in any fights. <laughs> We're just such princesses that we are all intact. <laughs> you have tattoos? You have tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos. Okay. You don't have any tattoos, Chantel. What? No, you no, don't. No. Oh, we talked about this. Yes. None. I've always wanted them, but I've never found the one thing that I really want that I'm like, no, oh, I'm not going to put something on just so I can say that I have a tattoo. I like the look on other people, but I change my mind too much. And so I would never get them. And I don't have the body that I want to 
like I, you know, get sleeves. I would need to have like awesome arms or something and you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, no tattoos for me either. Facebook user, guess who? I'm gonna guess Nicole. Nicole. Nicole's who I'm gonna guess here. Definitely Nicole. Um, she's playing Big Brother Cheesecake. Um, and she doesn't ever, cause what do you need to do when you're watching from Facebook? And if you leave any comments, you have to give permission to StreamYard to use your, your name and like your profile picture when it pops up here. So some, and sometimes it doesn't even show any, um, the, the actual comment. I don't know if it's people's settings, privacy settings or whatnot. And so people sometimes comment in Facebook and I have no idea. And so Nicole's comes up like this. And so this is my guess. Nicole. Because I was like, this is really creepy. I don't think we should be posting this. <laughs> I think it's Nicole. It's not Nicole loves trolling. Yeah, I think Nicole trolling. Carolyn says Wes and Devin on IG. Devin said that he and Bananas beef started all because of Corey's lies. Corey lied about slamming Tony to the ground. Corey was his partner at the time and got kicked off. Hold on. Which Corey? Corey, like Corey and Tori. Corey. Oh, I just saw that with a different spelling, it's making me think it's somebody else. So Corey lied and about slamming. Hey, remember that time where he slammed Tony to the ground? Vaguely. There was a, I forget who it was, but there was a situation where someone got slammed to the ground and someone lied about it or something. It's very vague, but it was picked off. And because of it, I don't know. I'm a little confused, but. I'll watch that live later if it's still on. Oh, they're probably going to delete it, but anyway. I kind of remember it. Was that I remember someone being hit to the ground, and I remember Corey being involved, and I remember about them lying about... Like, I, I do remember this situation. I just don't remember all the details, but... Was this the season when Darrell went out when they did the purge before the season started? No. Could have been. I don't know. Um, I don't remember. He said that it cost him a million dollars because of Corey. Hmm. I mean, I would I would be annoyed by I that. Think just giving, yeah. Corey was a bit of a hothead before he had children. So I can understand that Corey doing something like that and like being kicked off the show and not really caring and Devin being pissed. I can see that for sure. Yeah. He said, would they allow bananas on Big Brother even though he has said racist comments and comments about women? Um... Why would they have him on Big Brother? I mean, maybe because he's dating Morgan still and she's a Big Brother. Pretty, from what I've read, she's pretty much done with reality TV. She talks about how it really had a, a negative effect on her mental health doing Big Brother and doing the challenge and everything. So I don't think she's going to be back. Bananas, I think, will be back, but I don't think he'd go on Big Brother. Maybe if there was a celebrity Big Brother and that said, they've had tons of people who said racist comments and comments about women on Big Brother. So... I'd see him on The Amazing Race. Yeah. Oh, him and Morgan would be fun to watch, actually. I know she's not saying that she's not doing rally TV, but they, they could do well. They would do well. It's a bit different. And I, I would like to see their, their couple dynamic on a show like that. Good call, Jonathan. Let's put that into the universe. He's smart, so he'd do well. He, okay, Carol says he regrets protecting Corey because now he uses his friendship. Uh, he uses his friendship now, it's necessary. Um, Devin says he only knows Fessy for a year, that's why he is hurt. Because essentially Corey went with Fessy instead of going with Devin, yeah. who he's been friends with this whole time, and then he kind of turned on him just to like do well in the game because Devin was so close with Wes, when it's like, they were actually like, had way more years and way more ties. Mm -hmm. It's true. 
Um, so the fight, the fight of the episode where the points are just being thrown about. So, sorry. Um, so Casey and CT are arguing over stove time is, is what I've gathered. So uh, one thing, was anyone else nervous that the, the knife that she was using pointing was going to come into play? I was like, like I'm going to get stabbed accidentally. Like. Well, remember I told you that, like, in auditions, you don't bring any sharp objects because you don't want the audience to be scared. I was like, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, like, like, someone losing an eye. Like, yeah. what's, get that knife, like, ah. Yeah. I, definitely I, thought, I thought, I'm like, is she going to be accused or kicked out, Uh, you know, of, of threatening someone with, yeah, because of that. I was, like, worried for a second for her, yeah. Do you have any of these thoughts, Michelle? Yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> well, I was trying to really figure out what's happening. So Casey was making a pizza on the stove and CT wanted to make an eggs. It was a, it was a microwavable. This is my understanding of it. I might be wrong, but it was a microwavable pizza. And then she took it over and was basically using the stove area while he was actually cooking something that belonged on the stove. So he was like, why are you in my space kind of a situation? That's what I thought it was because okay. that it was microwavable. So, yeah. Okay. So CT does say that he kind of walks away, lets her have the moment. It did. It seemed like it was kind of over, from my understanding of whatever this little thing was. And he, CT does mention that they butt heads, and then Josh decides to take it upon himself to come over to tell CT that Casey was crying, and he literally says. She's was le she's legit crying, legit crying. And five <laughs> seconds later, he's like, "No, I never when, said that." When you're like, he's like, "You know what? I want to console like Casey, so I'm gonna go to to CT." I was like, "Why don't you just? If you're so concerned with Casey, just go to Casey and make sure Casey's all right. Have that conversation. Like, why are you immediately down the hallway looking for trouble?" But that's Josh. He's like, I'm drunk. I need to get on a storyline. I need to be in this episode and be relevant. Here we go. Yeah. Like, if it weren't for these blowouts, he would never be relevant on the episode. And, and they're on purpose. Because remember him with the pots and the pans? I mean, he can control himself. He's well aware that security's there. That's They're going to hold him back. It's very intentional. I see through you, Josh. I don't hate Josh, but I'm like, I see through you. I know you can definitely hold back. And you're putting on this whole show for everyone. Um I'm over it. I'm definitely over it. He was our last draft pick. People were coming for us a little bit, saying that, like, I can't believe you let Josh go last after all these rookies. But Josh's game is not for me. And as a person, not a for me. Hmm? as a person, just, you know, when you lose your temper that much that you need to punch a wall or something or throw things, I just, I've never, I've never gotten there in life and I will never get there in life. It's just not something you can, and I've been enraged before, but I mean, control yourself. You're an adult. Um, I think I've thrown a phone like three times, maybe. Yeah. But you know, at some, some part of you is allowing yourself to do that. You know what I mean? And so, and that's fine if you know, especially if you're by yourself or you're whatever, but this is all for show and him punching the wall. I'm just so over when people do that. I'm just like big. Irony, yeah. Yeah, I said Josh is so embarrassing. Punch a wall, eye roll. <laughs> totally what I wrote down. So, you know, Devin, the troll that he is, starts screaming, Big Brother sucks! <laughs> I love Big Brother, but like, 
I think it's it's considered a kind of a wimpier show than the challenge. Also, like, who cares? Like, oh, I know. literally legit chirping you, and it's so obvious what he's doing, and you're just getting letting yourself get riled up. Like, why over that? Like, it's just like who cares? I also think that Big Brother has made the most impact of any of these other games the contestants have. So I, I mean, you know, it's it's obviously the rivalry there between that and Big Brother, specifically Big Brother, and I think that's why Big Brother was called out. But, like, you know, he'll take... That's who Devin is, and that's what we love him for. And um, and then, of course, you know, Josh will take any moment that they he possibly can have to uh, to have some screen time. In this fight, you see... Screen time. What? Did you say screen time or screen time? Both, really. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle, go ahead. I was just going to say... In my opinion, for this fight, the people who get points would be obviously Josh um, and CT. So you get the points for that too. And then Devin. So I get points too. We all do. Casey yeah. She wasn't really involved. <laughs> Casey doesn't really count. She wasn't like actually fighting, I don't think. No. Personally. Um, so this is where I noticed that Big T was calming. You know, CT down, and look what Adrian has to say. Is Big T the new DM to CT? Just asking. She was definitely the CT whisperer, and so seemingly is Big T at this point. So, I mean, I would, I'm down for them being together. I'd ship that so hard. I I'd, love that. I'd ship it. So I'd cool. Hi, Nighty. So, yeah, I saw how Wes tried to downplay him losing to Devin, even though uh, she was upset after the match and was confused how he lost. Oh, I get what he's saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that before we- Say it again, though? Can you reiterate this? I'm well, sure. I mean, that's when we get to the-, the Okay, we'll yeah, we'll the elimination. At the end. Um, we're almost there. Anyways, um, yeah, they played Whitney during the fight. Oh my God, I can't believe- We didn't hear this? That's a rewatch. I'm we're I'm rewatching this because I didn't even notice. Uh, that uh, we love that song, especially since like Drag Race Sasha Valor pulled that off. Like I listened to that song on repeat after that because it was so good. And it's like if I'm drinking and I'm like going through something emotional, I'm like yes. Anyways, love that song. So I need to rewatch that moment and see that Adrian, you are really on the ball. Now he says Wes is past his prime, but he got hurt. Um, past his prime. I don't know. I'm, I'm still interested to see what he does, though. I'm going to disagree with you, Queen. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Did he get butt hurt? Yes. No, with this person. Oh, okay. I'm like, with me, Queen? I'm like, I'm like I, I still... No, this Queen, 19. I don't think he's past his prime. No. I always want to see him come back at this point over some of these people. I like his strategy. Laurel and Nicole rivals four. No, don't put that into the into the universe. I do not want Laurel to be stuck with Nicole as a partner. No. What's what do you mean, Nike for the pasta? Am I like out of? I'm like, what are, am I missing something? No. Okay. Oh, the pasta on the bus. Yes. Okay. So okay. Yes, I don't. Oh, know yeah. Bus that. Tony threw out the window and Corey really wanted to eat that pasta when they came home from the club. Okay, that's all. Rams Tony and then says that he tripped, but then he gets kicked off. He just like, I don't know, we clothesline him or just like socked him. 
But okay, yes, Nighty, I remember now. So Tori threw, threw out Corey's pasta. You got mad and slammed Tori and retired to and, and Sandy tripped. Yes, I remember that now. Thank you. I'm like, what? Pasta? Adrian says to Carolyn, didn't um, Devin's vendetta with bananas start before that that because Corey slammed Tony the season after the Fountain Front Final Reckoning? Yes. 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 Um, oh, okay. Thanks, Nighty, for, for clearing up. Uh, that makes more sense, too. So Adrian was like, I know. I was like, watch the knife. Yes, it was scary, that knife. I thought it. I thought this whole scene was about the knife, and that was what was <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Nellie says, I thought the fight was stupid. It reminds me of the pizza fight on Vendetta's. With Marie, remember? Or was it Marie? Probably. Who takes the extra pizza? The notes, the, on leaving notes on people's bed. Is that that season? No, that's an, well, I don't know, but that's not what this fight's referring to. This is the pizza one where Marie steals too much pizza and then throws pizza in someone's bed. I forget which guy it was. Yes, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. We're writing the notes, though. The same. Yeah. So we're, they're writing the notes to bananas. Um, anyways, I can't remember how that went down exactly, but it was the same Pizzagate there as well. Since Josh just started a fight to get his five minutes of scream time, I'm going to change it to as usual. Yeah, I roll. Uh, to Natalie, I also got Pastigate vibes, but without having someone being slammed to the ground. Josh looks like he wants to do it on CT, but tried it um i don't think that josh would do it because i think he wants to be on the show too badly um i think he just wants to pretend and just like do like hold like hold me back hold me <laughs> back but like the, the, the security guards are like i'm not even like touching you yeah oh i've, I've definitely seen moments where josh has been like that and i mean he knows he's like if there's another rival season if there's like you know so, enemy whatever it's like he needs to provide them reasons to be brought back and that's what he does and especially like why would he not want to have a fight with um right with ct west like so anybody they decide to choose for him on arrival season like boom check my ig page okay it's funny i'm totally going to check that after okay hilarious so caught with comments and we're almost at the end of this episode kind of um yeah josh is really embarrassing he's always just right in there trying to get into an argument so annoying Second laugh of the evening was during this fight was when Devin was like, hey, Josh, what's eight times nine? Because yeah. <laughs> you know he didn't know. So basic falsification, like, you, you know that when you're eight. Like, <laughs> anyways, um, I thought it was really funny because, like, it's like, oh, the hard ones were, like, the eight and nine times table, you know? <laughs> Um, so Devin doesn't have a partner, so he doesn't care. So he's just like doing whatever. He doesn't know how the show is going to decide what's going to happen next. So he's just trolling Josh because it's so easy to do. So yeah, he punches the wall and kicking over chairs. I roll. Um, so Wes is trying to get Tori and Corey thrown in, which I think is an interesting strategy, um, especially since now he knows that Corey went against him. So I wouldn't really care about Tori's or Corey's feelings. What's Tori and Wes's relationship like? Um, I, I mean, I don't think they have much. I think they're fine, but they've never been like super tight. But from what I know, I don't think they have anything crazy against each other. They just have never really, I don't know, worked that closely together. Mm -hmm. um, I really thought though, it, like, 
right now you have West in such a weak position, right? And I know that I'm probably saying this because I would rather West stay in the game than a lot of the people that are still there. But I always feel like there's a way to keep these enemies in the game that could better your game moving forward. Now, it's kind of like you think it's so great to throw West down there. Cool. Chances are West was going to be coming back and he'd be coming back with a skull that you probably won't want to go after him to get. So I just don't understand why people aren't kind of thinking a little more strategically and be like, we should maybe keep West here, but keep him out of the elimination. So he can't go in and get his red skull or gold skull, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I think that Wes was gunning for Corey and Tori just simply because he knew at that point that Nelson and Corey had screwed him over. He figured Corey and Tori were a team you more so want to get out um, because they are stronger to win as a team, I guess. And it seemed like he'd had most people on board. What I thought was really weird was like, Kyle made that whole point to be like, I'm with Wes now, but then he burns his own vote. And that confused me. He I burned on Anissa and Fessy, and that's the vote. They needed his vote to get the majority. So I thought that was interesting. Hmm. So the deliberation happens. And Devin says, Tori and Corey kind of um, just like puts it out there right from the get-go. And I guess there was a rivalry between them on second chances of Ari the one. I didn't fully remember it, but Devin, I was team Devin over team Corey, Tori that season. So I was like, whatever, Tori. Um, and then Josh starts talking about how people fell for the smoke screen and that they want people to do their dirty work and whatnot. Like, what is Josh talking about here, Jonathan? Please just speak Josh language. I, I don't know what Josh is talking about. Um, yeah, I don't even remember that part of the episode and I just watched it. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I was like so kind of in my head still with like thinking about the whole fight sequence that, um, and how ridiculous all of it was <laughs> that that really carried it into the the challenge and the end for me so and josh being like i'm gonna vote in devon every time yeah like, what? Yeah. Okay. yeah and yeah, I just, he was really sort of giving that giving that whole speech that he always does about like move yourselves and don't vote just because it's other people's but like the whole point is like the rest of them were doing the dirty work of Fessy and whoever else, like all those people at that point, I thought it was interesting that they voted in Devin and Nicole instead of Wes and Natalie to I like was, give- We were hoping that it was a girl's elimination and they might be able to evade an elimination or get an automatic gold skull because of it you know what i mean so maybe that they just wanted to see what was going to happen with well i don't know because most people were kind of assuming it was going to be male once devin was thrown in like was voted in because he didn't have to get voted in and you're right like put, throwing in wes and natalie when you know it's probably going to be a female elimination wouldn't be smart because natalie is probably going to beat whoever you throw in so i get why and i think it logically putting devin and wes against each other is the smartest move for them at this point, since they're trying to hate on West so much, might as well get rid of him or his actual ally. Yeah. 
Um, sorry, I saw that you were kind of doing a little bit of an impersonation of Josh. I think you've been working on it a bit this season. How is that going? Did you want to, was it you doing Josh or is it Fanta? It's Fanta. It's not me. That was not real. Sure. Who's yours again? Nicole. Okay, okay. Can we hear it since she's gone? No, you cannot hear it. It's not ready. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so apparently, hi Tyreek, nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us here on the chat. We're almost at the end of the episode. Totally off topic, but I miss Turbo so much. I miss Turbo a little bit. I didn't like him when he got into that fight and got super angry. But and I he was, like picking the the stuff, and he told him not to. Uh, yeah, that that lost it for Turbo for me too. I was like, another person who can't control their anger in themselves, and that drives me crazy. So I was like, no, <laughs> bye. Adrian says, Josh would be the guy doing jumping jacks during a fight, dead. <laughs> now let's just shut up, chicken Josh. Yeah, Josh is so annoying. Nighty says, Wes and Jordan went at it last season and Tori didn't like Wes after that because he brought her up during the argument and she was mad at him. That's true. That's true. That's true. When he said something about like, uh, you're controlling your girlfriend or something, or she said something about Tori. I do remember. Yeah, he did. Um, but who knows now that since they're not together anymore. Yeah, true. Carolyn says, the message that I sent to you is about Tony's post about fussy. <laughs> I hope that's not a typo. And him possibly doing the challenge again. Please read it out loud. It's funny. Michelle, do you think you can find it? Oh, I've already seen it. Um, it essentially says, like... Tony Post saying things being like, I will come back to the challenge under these circumstances and has all these points. And one of the points is like, uh, bananas, bananas and him have to be partners again to redeem themselves or whatever. Um, Devin has to be there and Kyle has to be there. And all the final has to be only eating, an eating challenge. And then he says that, um, Fessy has to wear a shirt that says pussy on it or something. Like there's something about Fessy and pussy and anyway, yeah. Um, do Are we clamoring to have Tony return to the challenge? Never, are you kidding me? Who, no, no. I didn't think so, are you Jonathan? No, um, no, I don't like, there's many people that in, toxic embody just certain qualities that I don't like, <laughs> Tony has a lot of them. Nelly says the challenge is a smoke show. It's true though. Like this is what you do. Like you use people to do your dirty work. That's what these social strategy games are. And when you do it effectively, you get people to do it without knowing that you're doing it. So Josh, just shut it. Uh, well, Turbo got angry because Jordan was basically mocking his walk during World of the Worlds too. Uh, but it's like also who cares, right Turbo? But he's got a million bucks or $750,000 like what is, Turbo doesn't need to come back to the show. Like he's probably set. Where was he from? Do you remember? Oh gosh, no. I forget where he's from. Was he, is he Portugal? No. 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 I don't remember that. Um, I don't know. I don't remember actually where he's from. Like, so, time, womp womp. Uh, Tori is mad, but I was annoyed by it to be fair. I'm like, why not you Tori? Who, like, like, I'm sorry, Tori's not not it for me right now. Um, so who did Nelson vote for? Did he, I didn't see that. It went by really quickly. I wish that they would take a little more time for the audience in, so yeah. I could see who everybody voted for. Yeah, I paused it past, uh, past episodes, because I'm like, 
there's like 90 people who voted. I need a second to like see what's going on. Like I, I want to use that time to like make my own judgment of like, oh, let me see, like who, oh, ooh, like I didn't see who Nelson voted for. I wanted to. Um, I was annoyed that Kyle voted for Fessy and Anissa, as you already just stated, Michelle. Um, so the people going in is going to be Devin and Nicole or not Nicole, which is like a bit of a womp womp over here because I was thinking it was going to be a female elimination because if they went female, male, female would be next in, in my process of elimination. So I don't know if they changed that on the fly just because of what went down, but I wish that they kept that pattern because then things would have been a lot different this episode. Unless maybe it was in Wes's contract to like not be on there that long this time around, you know? So I just don't understand why they needed to make it a men's elimination because they would have known that they're going to be putting in Wes against Devin. No, I, I don't think so. I think that they made, they were good. That That is a competition that girls and guys have done. And I think they made it male because of the Devin Nicole situation specifically. And that they made that decision once Devin got voted in, they're like, okay, so we'll do male. No, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. But I wish that they had stuck with it being female and and did something else you know what i mean or like they knew that it was going to be a female elimination like maybe tj says something or whatnot you know so just because i would have preferred them to strategize differently mm -hmm. I I, they like, just wouldn't have two females by themselves right like because if if a female went then it'd be two or sorry two males by themselves with two females going exactly i just didn't, I wanted to still to be a female elimination. It just would have made things so uneven. I just feel like it. Made and then the next challenge, you'd have people. You'd have like two people who don't have a part. Yeah, it would be weird. We could have probably figured something else out, but or maybe Liv's already going to be going as well. Like I don't know. I just they, they could figure that out down the road. You know what I mean? I think that they could have shuffled things around. I would have preferred to see them strategize out of because like maybe. Maybe then there would be two rogue agents and maybe then they both get like, they have a double elimination. I don't know. It could have been something, but I feel like they could have done something differently and still kept the pattern of the men, women, men, women, instead of men or women, men, men. You know, I get you what you're saying though, with like keeping. And then, and then in addition to that, they might lose another woman because of that impending injury anyway. So you might wake up tomorrow with three gone and it would just throw the whole season off, right? Yeah. Boo. I'm just, I'm just, I'm scraping at any possibility of this. Yeah, like if it was just like maybe like, you know, one maybe, but I'm like with that, especially with that pending one and it was a woman's night, I was like, no, no way. Thank you, Carolyn. So Turkey is where Turbo is from. Um, Turbo is an actor now and he and Nani are actually still friends. That's cute. Um, Natalie says, I miss Joss on the challenge. You do? Um, he's on Instagram a lot. Um, he does a lot of workouts. Lives in LA. I don't miss him though. Yes. Oh, just kidding. And if you want to see who voted who, YouTube and Instagram for the challenge post um, a video called Boasty Classified and showed that. Thank mm -hmm. you, Adrienne, with all of the info. Always very impressed. So, um, Casey and Leroy didn't really share any information with each other, as we already kind of talked about. And the elimination is activated. They go down to the crater. And do, Jonathan, do you have any better names for the crater? 
because we think it's you bad. You don't like it? You like the crater? Uh, it's all right, but I mean, like they call it—I don't know—the but it is like it's it's it is made to uh, to be like a crater, right? So I guess I want to be a little bit more high, double agenty, like oh, it just seems double like, agency. Well, I mean the bunker, and then have like a they had the bunker know. last season, I guess. Well, they did. Um, I'll have to think of what's what's in, what's related to agents, like structure-wise. I know. Headquarters. Uh, spy Shack. <laughs> Whenever I think of Spy Shack, A, I think of Tony, then B, I think of the Jack Shack from Big Brother season six, I think is the Jack Shack. Anyways, Howie. So Wes does go to Leroy and Cam and tries to get them to like work with him. That doesn't work. Boo. I'm so upset about that. I really wanted to. Um, but we know that the compromise agent is going to be Devin and Nicole. So since Nicole is medically unfit to fight, it's going to be a men's elimination, as we talked about. And this was before it was there was a commercial break, and I was like, man, I think Nicole and Nicole Leroy is going to throw in Wes. I was really sad before that commercial break because like I'm like, that's what I think it's going to do. And there's also voiceovers of Cam or confessionals of Cam being like, you know, he's always things with his heart, but I think that like he needs to make a game move. And so when she said that, I was like, oh my God, he's really gonna throw in West. It's interesting because in War of the Worlds, with when there's that whole big Kara US alliance with Cam and Ashley and blah blah blah. And like they were so tight and you know, they were doing what they had to do to get themselves there, but they were so loyal. And what Cam kept talking about is how like this group that we all bonded and we protected each other to get to the end. And so I understand that like her strategy is to get her and Leroy to the end and that he needs to make those moves, but those moves didn't need to be week three, like right now against someone he's actually friends with and has known for over 10 years. Like he didn't have to make that move and it was his choice to make. And it's just interesting to me that like, She's all about loyalty within those groups, but she's saying like, oh, Leroy doesn't have to have any loyalty towards Wes because I'm deciding that like it's best for his game and mine, but says who? Like, we don't know that yet. And in the past when he turned on people to go with Cam and he turned on like what Nani wanted to do, in the end, like it didn't get him to the win. So like, I don't know. It's just like, I, I don't know. I kind of see both sides of it, but I just... Well, I just wonder when, when has, has there been times that I just can't think of when Wes really turned on Leroy and like, never exactly. And so Cam was saying that she thinks that Wes would turn his back on Leroy in a, in a second. Yeah, I guess what she was saying, like, I think she was saying that like in general, when it comes down to it, Wes will turn on anyone. And that isn't really the case. I think she's misreading based on like how, manipulative and like mind gamey he can be, but that's with people he's not really truly working with. Then he lies, but like his close people, he doesn't fuck them over. Well, that's the thing. That's a totally like West is loyal. So if you're on West's side, he's going to want to work with you to figure out ways for you guys all to get further along. And he tends to believe that he 
can beat anybody else. So for the most part, it's anybody that would just kind of come up against him that he's usually trying to get out. Um, but I don't think he's actually scared of any of losing to anybody. He's kind of lost that fear probably like decades ago. So I just don't see him throwing away his friendship over this game. And the fact that Cam doesn't see that was really, I understand why, why he was so hurt in this moment because he would never have done that to Leroy for any amount of money, I don't think. Like his eyes, you could see it in Wes's eyes. How sad he was. So sad. His blue little eyes, like he's <laughs> just like, he was just so like genuinely upset. And in that moment watching him, I was like, there's no way he's in the right mindset to win right now. Well, especially because, so it's gonna be Devin going against Wes. Devin is really the only person right now in this game that's Team West, really, that he and Kyle, I guess, but like that he can count on for sure. And he knows the situation that Devin is in with his mom, and he, Devin wants to win this for his mom. And so, out of all the people to be going against, when he's feeling hurt by somebody he's known for like half his life, more than that, a little bit, I don't know, a quarter of his life, like that sucks. I wouldn't want to do it and I probably wouldn't go that hard and want to like beast out because just well I also think Wes was just saying that after the fact in the interview mm. um I also want to say that like this episode was so heavy on you can tell what's happening by the edit and or what people's confessionals are or something I was like I haven't noticed it this much before but you know every every time like you were commenting on stuff that was happening it's like oh this is gonna and it did every time like you know what I mean usually they try to trick you up I feel like a lot more but I did see like Wes kind of saying that because of his ego a little bit more and yeah I don't know well I, I agree with you I mean it's kind of a classic thing same with the whole bananas thing before when like I had to go in it's like no you didn't but <laughs> but I I did like the part where he said how do you find the motivation to like give it your all and like push through and get that extra adrenaline when it's you're in a situation like this. And he's like, I don't know the answer. And I think him when he was younger and gave maybe less fucks about these people would have been fine. And while I do think he did genuinely try to win and lost, like I, I, cause at first he was like, I don't know what happened. And then afterwards he's saying like, Oh yeah, I couldn't do it, but he didn't give up. I think he just didn't have that extra and this, this is when um, I'm trying to it was in the comments saying he's past his prime. Well, maybe his prime, kind of like you're mentioning, Michelle, was the fact that he gave zero fucks about anybody and he would yeah. find that extra thing so he yeah. can get the W and say but, but also, don't don't take that win away from Devin. Like it's it was earned. You know what I mean? It wasn't earned. because you weren't it wasn't because you weren't at your hundred percent, like you know what I mean? It's it's kinda I felt that was a little disrespectful. Um, you know, I, well, I, I could feel though, from just watching that he, I, I could feel it. I don't know if it's just the editing or with the, all the voiceover. Yeah, you could feel the edit. What? Like you could feel the edit. That's for Maybe sure. Maybe we'll get it. But I did feel as though he, it, it, I felt that there was hesitation with him giving that extra push. You know what I mean? Like I, I it seemed that way to me that he like, I, I don't know. I, I remember they, they had Devin early on in the episode talking about the issues that his mom's going through and stuff like that too, right? So it was definitely like a, a built up kind of a thing 
I was very heavy on the the edit and the uh, I don't know. It was just very obvious. It me. was definitely really heavy on the edit, but I agree. They did make it. It did seem like he was looking at Devin and he was just like, oh, "I'm pushing, but I do I really want to do this?" It seemed like at first he was like, ah, like to get to it and like keep digging and go. Like I feel as though he put up a really good fight. Uh, but I don't think that he allowed himself to go into that reserve energy to give, like what he usually does, to go into the last push. But that's win, it, win it and give him some money. You know what I mean? Like Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I do, I wanted to say, I did feel really conflicted watching this because on the one hand, I was like, this is showing the side of Wes that like he's grown and he is genuinely hurt and you can see the real emotion and its vulnerability. And then I was like, this is not the challenge. The challenge is no matter what, you never give up and you give a thousand percent. And those are the people we respect the most is that no matter what they fight. And I don't know that Wes really gave us this because it seemed like he sort of not fully gave up, but didn't give a million percent. So I felt really conflicted of how I felt about it. And I agree that it was kind of like, I was like, Devin deserves to fully embrace this win that he got. And I think he did. And like, I don't know. It was yeah, it was really tough. that he looked over at Wes and he saw that he wanted it more. And yeah. that I think I don't think that Wes gave up, but I think that Devin wanted it more in this moment. And I do think it's from the reasons that we've stated. Um, you know, he Devin is his friend, he knows what he's going through. Wes is a champion. He has, you know, he's won many times before. If he goes back into the house, he's going to probably have to go back in again and again and again. So I think he was just kind of like, you know what? Let's give Devin his shot here. Like, not that he gave up, but I think that he just didn't give the extra kick to win it. Yeah, because that's happened now. You know, it's like it wears you down. Like when you're the person that they're throwing in three times in a row, it's like, you know, it's hard to find that motivation when as opposed to like if you're blindsided and you're like, bring it, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like. And it's your first time in. It's like you're, you're. But every single week, you're like, "Am I fighting a losing, losing battle? Will this ever happen?" So Carolyn says West could have won. He was torn and betrayed by Lee. And you could have called. Um, you could call him a snake, but when he calls you his friends, he has your back. He's always had Lee's back, even when with the bananas drama. And that's what was just was so sad. Was like it was just kind of like an end of an era, and that money was more important which you know if you need the money you need the money but then the, the friendship that he had with with Wes I don't know if it can be repaired note, as a side troll I did notice that about half an hour before the episode aired Wes made an Instagram post of him and Leroy talking like it's like a backstage whatever and it says I wanted to shout out one of the best friends I ever made while doing the challenges Lee him and I never allowed each other to get caught up in the West Bananas BS. Him and I played for nine years together, never once crossing each other remotely. We've proven through our actions rather than other people's words what true loyalty means. It means the world to me that I've got a dude that has my back through thick and thin. You the man. And this was like before the episode aired. And then people were commenting, oh shit. And then he made another post after the episode talking about it. Saying like, I'm embarrassed. I'm sad. My feelings are hurt. I take the game seriously. I don't want to sugarcoat it or pretend I don't give a fuck because I do whatever. And then he says like to his enemies, good game. You stab me in the front instead of the back. So like that makes us friends like great to my friends across me. It's not cool, but there were so many of you. So I've decided to give you all a pass. 
And he's like, if it was one or two of you, I'd seek revenge, like in Kill Bill, but this isn't a movie. So I'm not gonna even attempt it. So instead you all get mulligans. And then he talks about how like, when you cross when you cross me in shady ways because you're scared I'm gonna cross you, this makes you the shady one. And talks about how like, this has been really hard for the cast and fan to, to digest about me. He's like, I'm not crossing my friends or people I've made promises to. When you say otherwise, I demand that you explain. So he's like, give me examples. Otherwise it's propaganda. Um, yeah, and he's like, and then he's acknowledging, I think, uh, Anissa, because Anissa called him a piece of shit in the interview. And he's like, when you say I'm a piece of shit in your interview, but I've never been a piece of shit to you in either the game or life, that makes you the piece of shit. <laughs> and then he's like, when you apologize to me privately about defaming me on international television, it's not good enough. So he really is going off. He was really, I guess, upset, honestly. Um, it's an early boot. He has a big ego. I mean, he's upset about many things, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Hi, Phil. Just popped by to say happy holidays to me and everyone at Reality Realness. Hi, Phil. Yes, happy, happy holidays to you as well, Phil. Kind of getting to the end of this episode. So this was Leo's last challenge, so he had to do it. Sure, but I don't know if it's gonna get him the win. That's what I'm saying. With all these moves, I just don't know if it's gonna get them the W. That's what the big, big problem for me is. So just to get right to it, this it's called Snapping Point. Basically, they're doing some sort of zigzag thing that we didn't really, really see with some sort of tether around their waist. And they had to run and try to hit a buzzer. They dig their heels in the sand, literally, and dig a little bit of hole and try to go inch by inch to hit the buzzer. Devin had more heart. He was able to take out Wes for whatever reason. He beat him fair and square. Um, and I am actually happy to see Devin move forward. I didn't like hearing the sound bites of Corey being like, perfect, we wanted Devin to win because he would be an easy skull to take. I was like, I don't really think so. What do you guys think about that? Corey's comment about Devin winning this gold skull. Um, I don't remember that in particular, but I mean, how did I remember calling out? I don't know. I just think the whole challenge was like a blink of an eye and then the meat of it was just that I didn't like the challenge. I didn't like the... It was okay. Just wasn't... Yeah. Um, I think Corey said rings kind of true because like Devin is someone you probably could try to take a skull from easier than other guys. Still a lot of people left though. I would, I would probably go for the Leos that are, doesn't really play this game that often. Even Jay seems like, yes, he's proven himself, but he's a little bit smaller. Um, you might be able to take like a weight advantage. It looks as though the next episode is a hall brawl, if I'm not mistaken. And it looks like, sorry, I won't give away anything, but it looks like Wes, uh, not Wes, Jay gets into a fight with... Probably Josh. I think it's someone from Big Brother. Josh, I think it's Josh. Womp womp. You know if you're getting Jay riled up, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, I've never seen Jay that like aggressive before. I'm like, I like it. I know, I love him so much. Uh, the episode must have known that Fanta wasn't gonna be here because there was no club scene. <laughs> Where was the club scene? Maybe the pizza gate happened after the club scene. Maybe they had booze in them and that's why they're making some late night snacks and like Josh was so easily riled up. Maybe. <laughs> But I want to see the club scene. I do always look forward to it. Okay, hold on. Off topic says Caroline, but sad news. Oh no. 
Nana's mom got into a car accident. It was a hit and run. But she's in critical but stable condition. She's going to need surgery spending Christmas in the hospital. Yeah, um, I, I did see that. We lots of love, um, mommy bananas. Um, obviously, we never want anybody to be in any hurt in any hospitals, especially around the Christmas season. It's really sad. So, setting them lots of love. Kanisha, hi, Kanisha. So happy that reality is through the channel and reviews the shows that it does. Yes, they're all my favorites. So, I'm happy that you're here. <laughs> We are doing a Love Island um, What's Happening Now recap next week. And if any of the Bachelorette stuff is going on, we might, um, you know, rehash some of that. So, Kanisha, I'm sure that you'll be excited to hear what we think about what's going on in the Love Island universe. So, Adrian asks, prediction, I think Liv's going to get medically DQ'd. I think not, because what about the, the tea that Fanta read when she pulled up Liv. So, Michelle, do you want to replay this for Jonathan? Because he doesn't know what we're talking about here. Replay what? Remember when Fanta was looking up Liv when we were doing the cast assessment? She found some information. <sighs> that we were, like, shocked and it actually made us all, like... Oh, she, like, shit on the floor? In the hot tub or something? She can, she can do that to... She can do that overnight. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I just don't feel like it's yet. Do you think that the shitting in the pans in the hot tub happens like in her in her bikini? No, no, no. That happened on another show. She oh, shit in a hot tub on another show. So we were saying that like it's likely she'll do something. Maybe. Oh, I thought it was happening. Is something that no, like I didn't. I haven't seen a a hot tub. I don't think yet. Have we? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think uh, that's happening this season. Oh, I thought it was this season. So I've been waiting for that moment. <laughs> Um, I'm just personally waiting for the Gabby Fessy hookup to just start happening right now because the sooner it happens, the sooner I can hope that one or both of them goes home, you know? <laughs> I like Gabby, but I don't like Fessy. Yeah, no, I like her, but I just, I want him gone. Not that he's, I mean. <sighs> Last little bit of the episode, Wes obviously loses, Devin wins. I'm actually very happy for Devin because I, w I would like to see him do well. I, I think he's going to be ganged up on, but. You Ten points for me. <laughs> Woo! Go, Mishy. Um, and Wes says he makes like a little bit of a speech kind of like, you know, about loyalty and friendships and all this stuff. Um, I felt for him in the speech. It was a little bit bitter, but bitter boots, but like I, he gets to say whatever he wants to say. He's Wes. And he does say, the last thing he says is, everyone gang up on Leroy, <laughs> which I was like, ooh, shots fired. That was kind of like a little troll bit, I thought, at the end of it. I mean, the truth is, like, at this point, Wes knows he doesn't have, he didn't have the majority of votes anyway. So him saying that on the way out is not going to screw over Leroy. He just, Leroy openly voted Wes in. They know why he's doing this. Leroy is still not a shady, like, I don't think it's gonna really affect no, I don't think so Leroy really at all. I think he was saying it more of like a general statement, maybe some of the others. And I understood when uh, Leroy was all like, I gotta do what I gotta do. But then Cam's all like, you're not the mastermind. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like she watched some of his older seasons right before coming on and just had this image in the mind of like back when he was like super like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, because Cam, yeah, she says like, Cam, you got, Wes, you got outsmarted. Um, I don't think he got outsmarted. I got, think that he wasn't able to compete with the numbers. He didn't have the numbers, and she did. 
which is these are facts. And so I think that he did a pretty good job with the fact that he wasn't in the majority. Um, and is that outsmarting? That's that's a question, Jonathan, for you. Is it outsmarting? Um, no, I, I don't. I don't really think it is. I, I I don't know. Do you think it's outsmarting or? Mm -mm. I don't think at all, Michelle. I know you're the uh, the West super stan of this podcast. I mean, hey, I know Wes is not always perfect by any stretch. Uh, I don't know that he got out smart. In a way, a little bit. The fact that he was blindsided. like He says that, but he knew that he was going to be going in. No, like the moment Devin got the votes and it didn't go the way he wanted. Like even if he had convinced Leroy in that conversation to not throw him in, what happens when Casey then votes him in? How do they decide? Is it like, oh, if you guys can't decide, then that means Leroy has to go in? Like, you know, like who knows what it's going to be? So he, if he has to agree with Casey, like, what is he going to do? You know, it's like, I felt like it was obvious at that point that Wes was getting thrown in. So maybe he was just saying he was blindsided. If he genuinely didn't think he was going in, but then yeah, they started the fact that he believed that his friendship with Leroy for 15 years was stronger yeah. than his relationship with Cam. Okay, maybe then he's outsmarted that he allowed his heart not to maybe fight back harder. So, okay, then that's how we're measuring outsmart. But I don't think that in a game sense, he was outsmarting. He knew that he was target number one. He did all that he could to get the numbers. And he was hoping that his loyalty and friendship was enough to- Yeah, I don't think banking on something and then it not coming through is necessarily being outsmarted by someone. I just think it's, yeah, like it's, it's define outsmarted really. But like, to me, that's not what that's called. So. So yeah, I didn't think it was outsmarted. I think that she has the numbers. She is in a really good relationship with Leroy. They are working together. Um, and I think maybe if we look at outsmarted then the fact that he believed that his relationship was strong. And <laughs> she's like, ha your relationship wasn't as smart as you, as strong as you think. You're outsmarted here. Kind of. Yeah, it's just kind of gross, like a little bit, like just kind of sucks for that. But the truth is like Cam and Wes never had a really good relationship. She does not owe Wes anything. And so if she can convince Leroy to go against his friend, fine, because she has no stakes in that. She has stakes for her to win and or get Leroy as far as possible and have him win because that's their money. Mm -hmm. So it, at the end of the day, it's it's up to Leroy. Like it was his decision to be like, I am going to go with it. He decided to go with what Cam wanted, but also because he was like, you know what? This is what I feel I need to do to win. This is the choice I need to make. So he made that decision. At the end of the day, though, like you know, if I was in Cam position and I had no relationship with Wes, and this is my boyfriend, I'd be like, get rid of him. Who cares? Like, so I do understand totally like where she's coming from in that respect. But outsmarted, maybe the wrong word there. So yeah. Carolyn says someone will be back to take Olivia or Fit Toddler's position. I wonder. Um, this person who got eliminated on early on will be back. That's what you heard. Ooh. Ashley's coming back. Oh no! Please don't. I wish. Yeah, I used to hate Ashley, but I hate her less now. 
No, I hate Ashley. Oh dear. <laughs> I can go on for a whole another two hours of how I don't like <laughs> We're almost done. I'm sorry. This is well, it's actually not as long as I thought it was gonna be, but it's pretty long. Um, who will get likely to get their first skull cam or Leroy? Um cam. cam. Yeah. I'd see her getting her getting a skull pretty soon. You're getting one, or do you see her losing? I see her getting a skull. Um, yeah. I see her going in against I see her getting a skull against pretty much anyone except for Lolo. Lolo, I would be like, I don't know. What about Natalie? On the final? Oh, Natalie, of course. Natalie's like my number one, like stand for life, survivor queen, love her to death. Yeah. Um, so I, I also think that that would be a toss up too. I actually would give the win to probably Natalie, but who yeah. really knows? But I think Cam beats anybody else. Um, so you, that, are you guys both saying that you believe that Cam is gonna run the final? I mean, again, if she's up against Natalie, no. But I mean, yeah. I think she can get a red skull. I think there's a good chance. And uh, I definitely can see her in the end, especially with the edit right now. It's not too heavy. It's like just enough that you're like, this is someone who uh, I definitely see us following along. Yeah, she's going to be relevant pretty far. She either makes it right before the final, I bet, or is it fully in the final? Now, this is, I heard that there will be people from TikTok on the challenge. We heard that as well. We're just like, N-O spells no. Thank you. And, yep, so did Adrian. Honestly, it's ridiculous in his opinion. I know. Okay, so the last part of this episode was the infiltration. Um, Kyle, wait, wait, who said this? Devin says, cold beer and revenge is usually the way that he operates in this game. But instead, so instead, he is going to be taking... Tori. Now, I thought he was going to take Cam, but maybe he's trying to spread um, Cam out. So he knows that Kyle's with Cam now, so he kind of has Cam on lock there. Um, and so he wants to maybe break up some of the more the power and be part of the power dynamic. So I think it was smart in that right to pull Tori. Um, now, Natalie and Corey, I thought this was a pretty good duo. Um, I think it would allow Natalie to fade into the background. I don't think anybody was going to ever want to take her gold, her gold skull. But I think this makes it even less likely her for her to be thrown in and not know that it's a women's elimination. Um, kind of like, you know, if this situation happened this time around and it was women, you know, with Wes or something like that. So I thought it was a pretty good duo, a good, a good for her. I think that she'll work decently well with Corey. She might have confessionals about Corey being a little bit of a dummy, but um, I'm all right. I, I was surprised that uh, Devin picked Tori. I get why he did. But I was like, you're you're gonna take like you're not gonna take Natalie. Like Natalie is like, but she has no power in the game, and I think that she's true. But I, I don't know that Tori has that much power. I feel like in the know about the, how votes are going down, I think that Natalie would. I think Natalie will still be on side with Devin. I think that you know now if Natalie and Corey are together, okay, so it's another team young buck person that they have, they're not gonna be thrown in with. And like, I think that they're just spreading out the people that have been voting together so they can have more across the way. So yes, Natalie's a strong partner, so maybe they'll win, but having her on a team with Corey is better for him and having him with Tori and then having now Cam with Kyle, I think it just makes them be part of the conversation to more with more people yeah i guess my whole worry is like is natalie really gonna stick with him now that wes is gone like she has a new partner she doesn't owe what like i i can see her also moving to the other alliance but how would that work though because she would have to 
like win another elimination and then choose somebody else. No, no, I'm saying I can see her voting however Corey wants. Oh. Because she voted however Wes wanted before. I think I, so. Maybe she they discussed it, Devin. Maybe they discussed maybe. it beforehand. Yeah. Like, just split up so that it makes them both look like they're by themselves maybe and that they wouldn't like be a targeted team because like if you're going after Devin, oh Devin and Natalie, let's just take them both out. Natalie's a strong woman, like, you know, if we can get rid of her skull. So maybe they wanted to split them up to make them less of a target. Yeah, true. Maybe. All right, almost done. Wait, Johnny from Love Island will be on the next season of the challenge. He was implying on his live. Really? Okay, we'll be talking about that next week. That's the thing. Interesting. Um, uh, the super trailer, Big T colliding into CT, who has a pillow. So maybe he's training her for a hall brawl. That's so cute. He used to train Diem. Yeah. Right? I remember we just watched that. Oh. That is cute. Um, I don't want people from BB Canada on the challenge. Amara wants to do it. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm Canadian, but I don't even want that to happen. <laughs> Um, I want to see Danielle from Big Brother over the top on the challenge. I don't think she has the the chutzpah to do the challenge. I never watched it. You never watched Over the Top? Me neither. Mediocre. There's parts about it. That I was like, where does it air? I don't know. And then it was over. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> exactly. Same exact thing. Trump was president. <laughs> like, that was basically they They got informed that in the House, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so the last thing. Um, is, who said this? So I put... Watch me go to work. Who said that? Was it Devin? Devin. All right, I'm gonna watch. I want to watch Devin go to work. Um, I, I'm rooting for Devin right now. Devin is who I want to see do well. I want to see him and his smarts being able to take dismantle this alliance. That's what I'm here for right now. Um, final thoughts before the new year, guys, about the challenge. Anything less to say? Final thoughts. Um, Kyle's veneers are terrible. Um, and I don't like his hair plugs that much either. Oh no. But I like him as a person, so that's all that matters. I liked Kyle. Yeah, I would say- um, He's on my screen right now, so I can see those videos <laughs> and they are- Years are terrible. They're not good. People who gained points for me so far this season in terms of like me liking them suddenly, weirdly, Kyle, Devin, um, Natalie, but I already loved Natalie. Um, and honestly, I think these change-ups are so interesting. I really hope the partners change every week. Give me something different every time. I don't even care. Like, like, let's just like, you know, actually use these weird twists. Like, let's use them every time. It's great. It's great TV. It is great TV. I think next week I'm kind of wanting just to see Josh put out of his misery but i think it's gonna be a friend's elimination so that's yeah no, he's gonna be there for a while it's josh oh man that's what i'm hoping for if you were a guy and you were competing on the challenge you want josh there in the end yeah. why would you not want to compete against josh in the end yeah it's true like, <laughs> like in the finale or at the like, final the last the last sprint gold skull no like get him into the final get get him a red skull like Let's help Josh. I want him in the end with me because I will always beat him, you know? True. Hunter says that MTV won't invite him back. Great. We so hate Hunter. Okay. That's okay. Sorry, Hunter, but. Wait, Ashley's Hunter? <laughs> Why do we hate? 
Ashley's Hunter. Why do we hate Hunter? Why do you you like Hunter? Why do you like Hunter? I don't don't love Hunter. I'm just indifferent. But like, why do we hate Hunter? I don't, I didn't like any of Team Young Buck. I don't like when he was getting, oh, I just don't like it. I don't like that. And I don't, I felt bad for him when Ashley took the money from him. But not for a second. He degraded her. I don't care that she's awful as well. He literally said the most terrible things about her. He said he was going to come for her family, like all these terrible things. And then the moment, then we're supposed to all be surprised when she steals the money. Like Johnny Banana steals money from someone who was nice to him the whole time. <laughs> like Hunter treated her like garbage. Like literally the things he would say to her were disgusting. And I've- I don't like on the show. I don't remember it. On the show, yeah. on the show and off. And like, if I, like in the moment, I remember yelling at my screen being like, you better not give him that money. He does not deserve a fucking cent. I remember thinking that he didn't deserve it. But I just was like, but maybe just be the bigger person here. But like, I, I understand why she did it. You know, I, I, I see, I see both sides there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like Hunter, so I didn't really want him to win money anyways. I didn't really like Ashley that much, so I hope CT or Darrell won't be the next target. Oh goodness, I know Adrian, but it's, it's very likely. It's very likely. I don't know about CT though. I, I don't, I don't feel like he's. Uh, again, I'm going to talk about the edit. I don't feel like he's getting the edit where he's like attacked right away. I think he'll no. well, I think it's like when, they, when they gave him the whole like, look, I've lost weight. This is me now. This is whatever. I, I feel like that's like a, you know, a little bit of foreshadowing for him kind of uh, making it a little bit farther. Well, if we're hearing that he's training Big T for Hall Brawl, is that, do you think, alluding to the fact that maybe Big T is going to have to go in and do a Hall Brawl? Maybe. Or just practicing, just so. But maybe they're just generally practicing. Like I don't know. <sighs> well, maybe like she could beat Amber M at a hall brawl. Yep, she could. Like maybe people like Big T enough that they'll put in somebody that she could beat. True. Maybe because then they can maybe take that skull away from her eventually, if they wanted to. So that would be that would, I'd be okay with that. Like. See uh, Big T getting a skull and then having to defend it maybe later. Like I can deal with that. Anyways, I love you guys. I love talking about the challenge. Even though this wasn't my favorite episode so far, I still love talking about it with you guys. Thanks for joining us, Jonathan. Did you enjoy your time here with us today? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm no Fanta Tasse or however you say that, but um, uh, it's a little bit of a tongue twister for me. But I enjoyed coming on and uh, giving my two cents. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Michelle. Happy holidays to you guys, please. Yes. You know, subscribe right down over there. Ring that bell so every time we go live, you'll be notified. Um, and like this episode if you, if you liked it. <laughs> Happy holidays. See you next year, 2021. Woo!